0: Podcast is booked before a live studio audience.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. And I'm Mike. We're coming to you from the Pud Cave, Kid here in Game Swapping, beautiful downtown, and in the great state of North Carolina. Hey, my hey, brother, what's going on? It's cold. It's fucking freezing, man. I've been holding on to that fuck ever since we started the Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up this week, brother. Gotta get it out. Good Lord, Cough man. it up. Cough it up. I thought you was going to cuss in this last episode, Mike. You got you got, got, a got little, pretty hot. You got hot, man. You got pretty hot. Come on, man. This is, so, this is supposed to be fun and laid back. Mm. You you got mad, yeah, brother. You got mad. And if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, the Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up will be on L-Town Radio. If you're listening on Sunday, you can still catch it live on L-Town Radio at 9 o'clock, uh, Ltownradio.com, and it should be on demand, you know, I guess within a week. You'll be able to hear it next week. I don't know usually how long it takes. It kind of varies week to week. But, uh, oh, hey, here's, okay. Billy Corgan, you owe me money. I owe him money for doing such a great, man, no, we're listen. not, let's not All get right, back No,
0: no, it. Uh, uh, because I got so hot, okay, I got so hot that I had completely forgotten about this topic. We talked about it on the the wrestling wrap-up, and I think it ties well in together with our topic for the day, and that's the Crockett Cup.
1: Correct. Right, right.
0: And their announcement for when it is, not so much when it is, but where it is. Where it's
1: in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia.
0: That pisses me off.
1: I thought it was going to be in Concord. I really thought in It should have been in North Carolina. I agree. I agree. Um, Maybe next year. Well, once again, man, now yeah I, I thought it'd be in concord I, I, I wanted to go i mean that's why I, in I atlanta it's in atlanta man that's their home base though mike it is their home <laughs> base i mean it is bro and i mean i think
0: their home base should be a nationwide and it's
1: getting there since it is the national wrestling alliance but, mike, but the heart of crockett was here in, in the carolina yes it was i know man i agree with that um, but, you know, speaking of some of that heat you have with Billy Corkin, maybe Billy Corkin could use some of that heat cause apparently the man is always cold. Clearly. So. <laughs> he always, man, he is more wrapped up brother. My gosh. I mean, he, he's he stays he's in
0: Atlanta and, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's cold. cold. It's, it's cold, cold. cold today, but we have not had much of a winter. No, not of. really. Not, not, you know, some days it's 60 degrees. Yeah, some days true it's that. in the seventies. True. True. Today's I mean, not one of those days. And I can imagine Atlanta's not, you know, dropping in.
1: You know, no, temps. no, not, not the way uh, WCP uh, wraps up, man, that's for sure. But, in a studio, which I'm, I'm sure they is. Have heat. <laughs> well, apparently he definitely has heat with you, Mike, Yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike, before we get into today's subject, uh, before we go too deep into it, uh just want to kind of talk about last week's episode, just to kind of. Yes just i don't want to go we're going to lighten it back up just kind of follow week. up on it yeah just to do a little follow-up just to kind of talk about it um you know obviously it was about the atrium speaking uh, of heat oh boy howdy um you know once again we're lighting it back up mike you know i don't want to do heavy subjects every week uh you know that's what we do the good news i mean mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff uh, but it was obviously it was in the news it was big for the town and we we're more linkedin than anything you know we, yeah. we talk wrestling we talk music uh, movies and stuff like that, entertainment, pop culture. But, you know, man, we're really more or less community-focused more than right. really anything yeah. else. Uh, we always try to keep our, our fingers on the pulse of the community, and it was definitely something out there. Uh, controversial, very polarizing uh, subject. You know, everybody everybody knows by now what's going right. on. So, you know, I don't think we need to recap it too much. But um,
0: Well, definitely with the follow-up, especially like this past Monday with the actual trial, Right. And the fact that you know Polson, whatever happened with Paulson which they have not been transparent with, whether he, right. he left, he was asked to leave, whether he's fired, nobody knows. Right. Um, the child, you know, the sixteen-year-old, um, was given a plea bargain. Right. Which I have some thoughts on that as well. Um, to a lesser, simple um, misdemeanor, right. assault and Misdemeanor underage drinking. Right, right. Which, obviously, uh, him and his lawyers decide to take. Sure, sure. It's probably that.
1: better for everybody, probably. Yes. As, as opposed scary.
0: to the DA pushing for... Him felony. To, for felony assault and being tried as an adult.
1: Right. And I, I have my opinions on being tried as an adult, man. <clears throat> I think we need to figure out an age, yes. stick with it across yeah. the board. Yeah. You know, well, he's an adult for this, but not an adult for that. I right. don't like that. I'm no. never like that. It just no. doesn't seem fair to me in, in any way, shape or form. We just need to come up with an age mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. You know, if you're under 18 for per se, but if you're 18, then you, you can smoke and drink. Right. I mean, I think it needs to be like that. Or 21, whatever, yeah. but let's come up. So that means if you're under 21, then you're a minor and you should be tried as a minor. That's, that's, how, that's just and, my and,
0: well, view. and You can probably add the military in it. I agree as, well. as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: you can't go in the military until you're 21. If right. That's, you know, uh, like I said, I don't want to get too heavy and I don't want to get mm-hmm. too deep into right. that stuff. And, and, and something else I want to point out, man, is I understand that people in law enforcement in the medical field have to deal with in just insane situations that i that i personally have not i mean i'm not built for it myself could not imagine yeah i can't imagine and 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 educators as well teachers as well you know i mean obviously there's no educators (coughs) excuse me involved in this situation but i mean they get put in bad situations too with you know students violence Assault stuff right. like this, um, you know. So we we just want to make sure that everybody understands that we do support and appreciate. Yeah, this, this a, is and definitely. understand.
0: Yeah. You, you know the, 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 the plight you, of everybody sure. that is in that service. Right, uh, couldn't uh, have at, society without exactly. It, and know. I think that was a big part of our show last week was we were not a grouping or, or uh, making a, a broad generalization about anybody. Uh, this is a one to two to three people out of that, right. that were bad examples in our opinion. Yes. In our opinion. Yes. And
1: you know, that was something else. I even put that in the description for the show. Yes. Hey guys, this is our opinion. Uh, so, you know, I, I want to go ahead and start moving away from that. I i, I'm, you know.
0: I don't have any different thoughts about <clears throat> the, uh, our officers right. or any department, maybe those involved. Um, yeah. I think a lot but of things could be. As harmful. a whole, no.
1: No, absolutely not, man. We, we support the police. We support a medical, I mean, yes. know, and teachers, too. And I thought about that, man, because, you know, I did talk to a person who, who had an issue and who disagreed with us. Uh-huh. Who who's in, And I don't want to put names or put anybody out there. But, I mean, it, it was good to hear that, man. I wanted that kind of feedback. Right. You know, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to see it from every angle. Because, man, I'm not, I, it's like I said last week, I don't know all these things. I'm ignorant to a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I admit that, and I know that. I have an opinion like everybody has an opinion yes so it was good hearing that but it got me thinking about it and i'm like well you know not only these people teachers too you yeah. know uh, go through a lot of stuff with unruly students and yeah man it's just it's a hard situation it's, yeah. and it's bad across the board and uh and
0: our opinions were uh pretty mild compared to oh. a lot of other opinions yeah yeah there are that were shared by many others
1: o- on both sides of this yes. thing regardless of how you come at it but you know, man, I. It's really weird, Mike, because I got to thinking about. It. I'm like, you know, we do a podcast. So, and and granted, man, anybody can do a podcast. Yes. Hey, hell, man. Yeah, like absolutely. If you can do absolutely. one, then my God, everybody can Indeed. do one. It's not that hard, but you do got to put some work and effort into it. I mean, there's a learning curve yes. now. isn't I ain't trying to shit on myself either here. You right. know, by saying, oh, anyway, we do, you know, but we do have a voice. People do listen, and in fact, Mike, not only do people listen, but a lot of people listen. Yes and uh, i want to kind of put that over to you know man last week's episode was our most viewed episode yes. Yes, of all was.
0: time yes it was of
1: all time within a week yes um the, the only other episode that comes close is our first episode yeah but it took almost a year if not over a year, over a year for us to get to those views and we got over those amount within a week and yes. we're still not a week in because no, we're recording still, this on saturday yeah. and it so, went up on sunday
0: yeah and is still gaining gaining it's, views.
1: Yeah, every time I go. So, yeah, uh, if anybody that's still listening that agreed, disagreed with that episode, what we had to say. You know, once again, man. We appreciate just, you listening. We do. We appreciate We hope you continue to listen. We hope you hit that subscribe button and, <laughs> and help get our name out there.
0: And here's something else I'd like to put out there. If you got a a topic that you want us to cover oh, or, our concern help us out yes yeah. we, we yeah. every week exactly. we're like, what talk you about? Know, something <laughs> something that yeah, would interest you uh, let uh, us know. as far as what you would like to hear or what you would he- like to hear our opinions on you know let us, let know. us know man yeah, absolutely
1: because you know mike and what i was going to say with that just to kind of take what you were saying to kind of follow up do since we do do a podcast we do have listeners sometimes even over 100 sometimes 200 like with this one you know, we do have to kind of put it out there, you know, because, man, this ain't started out, well, I don't care. I don't care if you listen or not. Now, hey, you know, we kind of do, you know. of yeah. it It's kind of taking on a little bit of a life of its own. Uh, not huge. I mean, we're not, like, you know, super, no. so, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're just not. still us, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, man, you know, we kind of got a little bit of a responsibility to, to that. You yeah. know, I think yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. So to anybody who, who maybe didn't agree with us, and, and hopefully a person that, that sent me the messages, let listen my God, we appreciate this person. You know, I ain't putting names or anybody on no. the list. Um, but somebody who supported us from day one had a different opinion. So we got to talk about it. And like some man, it got me thinking, and I'm like, yeah. I see where you're coming from, but you know at the same time. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, no, man. Not, not. I hear what you're saying, Mike. But no, I totally, I totally, because it's a different viewpoint. Yes, and it's a viewpoint well, that, yeah. that that isn't, that that's in it. You know yeah. that that understands. And we're not here from to, a different,
0: here to strike that down at all.
1: No, not at all. Know? And uh, like I said, I think it's just an unfortunate situation across the board,
0: and, and I don't think we've heard the last out of it. I, I don't sure. either.
1: I don't either. I do think the sheriff's department. I put more. I put more of my focus on on the sheriff's department. I think it could have been handled better by the sheriff. I think the sheriff could have had a better attitude mm-hmm. towards it, for sure, and not just kind of dismissive and even even somewhat hostile. Once again, I'm not getting yeah. back into that, man. it oh, yeah, no. up this week. And, and, and you felt
0: strongly about that, and I feel strongly that the security guards at Atrium or the epicenter of this whole thing, Aspire out of control
1: yes that's where me and you even disagree with because i'm like well i think it you know once again brother i don't know what it's like and i Mm i i I do i wouldn't want that job man i mean i would not want that job and i appreciate what they do do yeah you know um so anyway man i just want to kind of touch on that i also want to touch about or touch on the views we had uh, hope everybody does understand it. it is it is just an opinion and it's just what we're coming from we appreciate everybody listening and listen to our opinions yeah you know i mean hey you know we don't take our own opinions that seriously neither should you right. it, you know yeah. to, to everybody out there listening um for real and we do appreciate it and i also want to say thank you to wayne sisk for being here um you know we were just kind of talking yeah, about oh, absolutely it, it was just one of those things we didn't even plan on doing the show on that it was actually really? going to be yeah. a music show yeah. and it just kind of Evolved, it, was, it was too big it, not it, to. right we couldn't just touch on it for five or ten right. minutes you know we kind of had to yeah. go with it uh but you know mike you just said if people out there have any uh ideas for us to send it in or to, to let us know and i think it's funny because it kind of ties into that because man a lot of times we don't know what we're going to talk about yeah, yeah it took sometimes for a couple a, of days a, or yeah, sometimes yeah. a day off we
0: can we can have a topic in our head already or we can just go with stuff on the fly.
1: Yeah, we kind of go both ways. And um, it, I know, man, for last week's show, we were like, what are going to talk about? I don't know. I'm like, just want to call him Wayne? It, yeah. it, dude, Wayne's I like our safety net. I too. love yeah. having Wayne. Yeah. In man, I love having Wayne. Man, he... I've always said nobody, and I've even had other people that listen to the show, tables like, nobody can tell a story like Wayne Sisk. Yeah. And Wayne Sisk is kind of our lifeline. I mean, yeah. like in that TV uh, game show. Yeah. Uh, Who wants to be a millionaire? We right. have a lifeline. Yeah. You know, you need help, you yeah. know, or something to kind of, and that was us. Well, we're going to talk about it. I have no idea. Yeah. Any idea, no idea. Well, see, Wayne? Here's, here's... Wayne, you know, and there he was. I know.
0: You and I can easily do two hours.
1: About nothing, really. Yeah. I mean, we can just hey, Wayne
0: you can probably top out about four to six hours easily easily easily,
1: man easily and just keep going man. um well once again and we got to get wayne in to do the music episode that we were planning on because i want to do that episode too you know i even considered maybe asking you and him to come in this one let's let's break it up a little bit yeah Yeah, you know let's definitely break it up but um you know mike something that i wanted to bring up to wayne that i didn't get to bring up something i talked about the other week something i want to talk about before we go into today's show Cause today's show is gonna be man, I've been wanting to do this show since day one. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm really glad. I was even thinking about waiting until my birthday or something to do it. You know, what I'm saying but I was like, man, I want to go and do it now, man. I, I I just I love I love Dusty. Yeah. Um, McMillions, that that documentary I've been watching. Man, okay. About the yeah. uh, McDonald's uh, M- monopoly game fraud. Right. You know, I was really putting it over the other the other week. Last week we didn't get to talk about it. On Wayne's yeah. been watching it too, so I really want to talk about Wayne, just real briefly man y'all need to watch this show dude it is stranger than fiction what went on dude the mob's involved now right like i didn't know that originally the mob's involved there's two jerry's you know there was an uncle jerry now apparently there's two jerry's one's in the mob that's insane one's a security guy for the marketing firm dude it had the the mobster's wife on or ex-wife and they were talking she was like do you remember the gray M and M's? Do you remember that, Mike? I, I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I where sure if you do. found yeah. a, a gray M and
0: M? You are the big
1: winner. She was like, well, uh, he come up to me one day, and she she was like, cause she was a, a pot smoker, a cannabis user, uh-huh. and she was like, so every night I'd smoke half a joint and I'd get something sweet, you know, some Reese's cups or something like that. So he came up to me and says, don't don't eat the gray M M&M. and M. This motherfucker had a gray M M&M and M too, dude. He had winning McDonald's pieces. And these little eggs, you no know kidding. And he had he had to tell her not to eat the gray M M&M. and M. Dude, he they had all this shit, man, on lock. Dude, they had an interview with a lady who won who knew her. Uh huh. And it showed her from the eighties or the whenever it was, maybe the nineties. Like yeah, it was yeah. probably around the nineties. Yeah. And then they had her back on in present day. Dude, the way they, they, they did this poor woman so bad, man. Was the mob right yeah you know right and this is the same guy dude I, I didn't know about this but he was in south carolina and he opened up like it wasn't a strip club uh-huh like they were fully clothed but they were wearing like daisy dukes and Kenny right. tops and dancing and all this stuff well they tried to shut it down he turned it into a fucking church
2: mm-hmm.
1: dude, i don't know do you remember hearing about that it vaguely rung a bell with yeah. me this motherfucker, Jerry Colombo, was his name. Uh-huh. And he was part of the Colombo crime family. Right. One of the top three or four crime with families. With a name like that, I can I mean, imagine on, why. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were also, <laughs> this guy was all over TV, man. He was in a, he won a Dodge Viper in the McDonald's Monopoly game. He was on TV with that. He was on TV for all this, uh, dude, it's nuts. Watch this documentary. I love documentaries. That's probably my favorite genre of movie, honestly, uh-huh. a TV show. I love documentaries. This one is mind-blowing, dude. But they had a gray m M&M. m That tripped me out. He, she was like, yeah, we had a gray m M&M. m We had it in the house. We had it in aluminum foil in the freezer.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. And I know we're going to have to do this. Once this show wraps, you know, as far as the millions, yeah, yeah. we're going to have to go full-blown into this show.
1: Well, we ought to watch it. You haven't been, been able no, to see it. No, I haven't it. been able I, to see I'll be able to. Yeah. To help you acquire some of these videos. Um, And we'll sit down and watch it. I want to watch it again. Right. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Once it fully... Right. Going through this, we're going to need to go through this. We'll bring Wayne in for that one. But how in the world you've got a million-dollar M&M. and you just put it in the aluminum foil in the freezer In the freezer
1: man yeah dude he was giving out million dollar game pieces for people to their weddings here's the thing you know how much he was paying for that million dollar game piece to the guy who was supplying it to him the other uncle jerry or the other jerry or whatever Uh fifty thousand dollars that's it because there was so many different ways you had to do it man i mean it's all my but he was giving the pieces he was taking his lump sum and and he was done And he was out of the picture. How many pieces were there? There was a lot, bro. Because it wasn't just a million dollar pieces. It was like the hundred thousand dollars, the Dodge Viper that he won. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I got you. No, man. But he had, you know, those little eggs you get in vending machines. it's Uh Got the little prize. You know, for he had these things, just a bunch of these things with winning game pieces in them, dude. That's insane. It's insane, man. And they were getting it straight from the printer. The print, the printing place is the same place that did the state lottery tickets. So they had all this security. And the guy figured out. Oh, dude, it's nuts, man! Once it's all over, once it right. wraps, man, yeah. we'll see. It's a six-hour documentary. It's six one-hour parts. Speaking
0: of, well, speaking of scams, I know we touched a little bit on this uh, on the uh, wrap-up show last week. Teddy DiBiase and <laughs> the Heart of David Church scam. Yeah, yeah, um, that's huge. And you talk about something that that can trigger me really quickly between that and i know you had mentioned in that show that he, he had made the church
1: yeah from yeah the,
0: i'm i'm sure that was legit and it was all uh, over tv man. right
1: oh it was the church it was like come take a shot and get a lap yeah. dance while you go to church right. i mean seriously yeah
0: and I'm um, i'm sure it was they were tax exempt
1: probably probably
0: which is another trigger point for me.
1: See, that doesn't bother me that bad. Really? Churches being taxed them don't well,
0: Wait me till I all. give you the numbers on that. Then then let's see I'll, 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 your your opinion on that. It It'll probably change drastically.
1: Here's my issue. Before you go on that, my only thing, man, if you start taxing churches, the only people that are really going to suffer are going to be these small local churches who actually help out communities, man. They're going to suffer more than anybody. Because these million-dollar churches right. are still going to make their money.
0: Yeah. I, well, I, I'd wonder how long these these mega churches would actually stay around if that were the case. But yeah, that's another that's topic whole, for another yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. We're lighting it up, yes, Mike. We're trying to exactly. go lighter this week. Come on, that's, man. That's why we're not going to get into this very deep. What we are going to get deep into is the life and the times of the American dream.
1: Dusty Rose, bro.
0: The real American dream. The
1: real one. The only one. Yes my favorite of yes. all time mike um you know dude this is one of those shows i didn't have to do a lot of extra research for thank god because i once again i just don't have the freaking time anymore right. it's so funny man we start started doing this podcast i, I, I my whole thing was well, i'm bored i want something to do and yeah. now it's like oh my god i would love a bored, <laughs> a boring week yeah you know? yeah, yeah that, that relax yeah just yeah you yeah, know that, no.
0: that, that. whoo
1: Cause even tomorrow, man, I'm I'm jumping in some stuff for USA Wrestling, man, on the photoshopping, which is fun. It's cool, and I like yeah. doing it. But it's like, oh man, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some video game time in too. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm trying to squeeze it in whenever you can. I'm gonna do my best, man. But this one, I didn't really have to. Uh, I didn't really have to jump too much into no. it, man, because these are some of the greatest memories of my life. We're watching the man we're talking about today, and that's Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Um, Dude, uh, son of a plumber from Austin, Texas. Dude. That's right. You know, uh, I don't. I don't know a lot of his history. You know, once again, man, we didn't come in this show to do a a bio. Mm-hmm. I right. We just right. here to talk about Dusty
0: and kind of girls. our memories growing right. up with Dusty. Right. Um, obviously, a lot of people already know. Like you said, son of a plumber, Austin, Texas. Uh, grew up um, football, yeah, baseball. Poor. Um, grew up very poor too man uh dusty was huge in the sports
1: yes
0: uh then he found his way into professional wrestling right uh west west texas state is uh where he played and that uh produced (laughs) so much talent
1: wahoo tully
0: uh brody Brody, hanson yeah tito yeah right um tully you say tully um so much. I mean, just so right much. there. I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah. all you have to have. I mean, right. I'm mean
1: i sure there's more, but the, oh, there, there you go, Dicky. It, it was. I think conti- Dick.
0: it, it was con. It, it was uh, that's that was uh, a topic of contention whether uh Murdoch was actually there, or he just kind of hung around. He was a hanger yeah. on. Yeah. Either yeah. way. Either whether, way. He was whether he's just circle. hanging out with everybody or, or he actually went to school there. He was in the circle. All right. Brother. Yeah. Um, maybe
1: only second to minnesota yeah you know as far as a talent pool
0: uh started out as a heel went right. with dickie right texas uh, outlaws texas outlaws still a- won the awa awa and all around japan right. uh one of the greatest heel teams uh of that time
1: some of the stories yeah that you would hear yeah from those guys man like, oh, like, God. like having a, a donkey in the hotel room just things of that nature, dude. They were,
0: they, were, they were living it. <laughs> Roy Howdy, yeah. man. Uh, Dusty finds his way to Florida, right. Steel Hill, yes. uh, with Paxon and Gary Hart and his group. Uh, then the infamous turn that created the American dream. Right. And, and,
1: and from there on, it was a rocket. Changed the landscape of professional wrestling. I hate that. I know.
0: I, I, know. I would rather say... Um, <laughs> landscape.
1: <laughs> it did. Jeez. It, but it truly uh, did. the The future professional wrestling. Yes. It, it changed. It changed, it, changed it that day. Yes,
0: everything changed. That was ground zero yeah. from
1: what what would happen and what would come. Yes, dude. When you're the man who inspired Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, yes. come oh, yeah. on. I mean, they were. But both. let's go back to that too. Yeah, and, yeah. Let's and, yeah. And,
0: and look at that. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, what inspired him was Eddie Graham. Eddie Graham, yeah. And Eddie Graham inspired so many people. Yes, you look at Bill Watts. Yeah,
1: brother. Look I how mean, many people inspired was inspired and brought out by uh, Bill Watts.
0: Dusty. I mean, these were all guys that were under Eddie. Right, right. And I think it, and get, at some point we need to look at Eddie's. Uh, yeah. His, his – his, uh, career and his impact on professional wrestling a as a whole spotlight. because without yeah. eddie you know uh,
1: we wouldn't have dusty without dusty we wouldn't have rick flair or hulk hogan and who knows who else man magnum right. i mean what, there's, cody cody we wouldn't have aew man dusty rose's legacy is alive and well yep. in aew you feel it yes. every show especially that last Indeed. pay-per-view that was dusty's night you still tommy dreamer still wears the polka dots we'll get the polka dots a little yep. bit later on in the show obviously yep but come on man i mean the spirit of the american dream dude as long as there's professional wrestling real yeah the dusty rose tag team tournament A in nxt dusty classic yeah i mean yeah. come on man he's yeah. still oh yeah he's still as influential and he's still there as he always has been the yeah. american dream will never die bro. no absolutely it will not. never die what was it like for you growing up with dusty Okay, man, we're about to get a little personal. Okay. And this is what the show is all about, man. This is about me putting it out there, brother. Um, You know, to me, Dusty Rhodes, people say, who's your favorite? You know, I've always been a Hulk Hogan, Mark. You know, obviously, everybody likes Flair. You know, obviously, I love the Boogie Woogie, man. You know that. But nothing, no one ever compared to Dusty Rhodes. And I don't mean wrestling, man. I mean movie stars, musicians. All right. You know, I'm a musician myself, and even to this day, if Getty Lee who's my musical hero, and Dusty Rhodes walked into the room at the same time. I'm going straight to Dusty. Yeah. Uh, Back in the day, uh, Mr. T, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Dusty Rhodes could all walk into the same room straight to Dusty. Yeah. Um, Like I said, man, as a kid, you know i was a fat kid man let me go ahead and put that. i think i've put uh, that out there right, before yeah. you know man and that that's yeah. something that's you know kind of carried with me all my life mm-hmm. like you know so once you're the fat kid and you kind of get no, man i was bullied a little bit for it i, I mean it wasn't hard bullying i wasn't right
0: yeah it was uh, that
1: but it was always there yeah it was i was always the fat kid yeah man, you know so kind of being that man you look at a hulk hogan you know that's like looking at superman yeah you know, because Hulk Hogan was probably my first actual introduction to the world of wrestling through the A-Team. Yeah. Because I love Mr. T, and, you know, I love the A-Team and uh, Hulk Hogan. But it's like looking at Superman. Yeah. You know, uh, looking at other guys like the Road Warriors, per se. You know, I mean, these guys, you can't relate to them. When I saw Dusty Rhodes, yeah. I'm like, I look like Dusty Rhodes right. looks, you know, uh, not, not an underwear model by any stretch, man. Yeah. Yeah. But when I started watching, was right when Baby Doll was with him. you mm-hmm. know. Okay, yeah, it was all around about all right, the same right. time, 80, man. I think it might 86. have been, yeah, early '86, maybe late '85. I think Baby Doll maybe necessarily wasn't with him in in the very beginning. I can't remember, man. It all kind of runs together. It does. <laughs> it, sure, it really does. Uh, but man, here comes this man out here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, talking his talk. The most over guy they have. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, and I'm like, I can relate to him. And the way his his interviews went, the way he could cut his promos, man, his soulfulness, his his dialect, his his uh, cadence, man, yes. the way he spoke, he was, uh, I could relate to him, man. I mean, he looked like a guy I could see at the convenience store that would hang out with my dad yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. he's over here talking he's everyday about everyday man. He's a common man, yeah. you know, which we will get into a little later on. Right. But i mean this man's talking like you know i'm the son of a plumber I, i'm the most highest paid athlete in, profe- in professional sports yeah you know yeah. i'm the star i'm the man i got a, a a good looking blonde on my side man i got belts around my waist mm-hmm. dude that captivated me man. yeah he was my hero dusty rose was my childhood yeah. hero um and just being and then you know you got him up there against his polar opposite rick flair right you know, who yeah. came out with the suits, who looked good, man, uh-huh. who had a good body, who could get any woman in the crowd. He was the champ. He was the champ with this gold belt, man, because he started out with the, you know, the 10 pounds of gold, and then he had that yeah. real huge belt, gold. which to a kid, yeah. and even as an adult, oh, man, I look yeah. at that belt. You actually have a replica here in the yeah. blood cave. And on this both. Is like, yeah. On both, for both belts. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah,
0: that's that's the one. Yeah. Uh, that's the one you want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the... Uh, that, that's your lombardi, lombardi trophy that, that's your your world series trophy you know that's your stanley cup that's that's what you see on tv and it's like i want to i want to aspire to be that and to get to that point
1: but here's the thing like all those trophies you just said you can't wear them right you yeah, could exactly. wear this exactly this is you see this every that's time right. you see that's right you you have this on you yes when you see the you know the chicago bears from back in the day i'm just thinking mm-hmm. you know when they were huge back in 86 right you didn't see them with the trophy around no. the waist No, they had the ring in the ring sure yeah, obviously sure. but come on man yeah you didn't have this huge gold yes. belt. all the belts are awesome all the belts oh gold. yeah but that one that
0: one is the the marquee
1: and like i said man when you have dusty rose the common man the man who worked his way up yes. the top versus this man with a silver spoon in his mouth right. limousine riding jet flying woo, yeah. you know both these guys pulled it off so well yeah and, and and lived that gimmick so well it was the best rob i know paul jones and, and boogie woogie man is probably my favorite robbery of all time but man this one it's hard to top man yeah because it was just so polar opposite and it was so it was greatness upon greatness. But, yeah, man, as a young man watching Dusty Rhodes, he inspired me. Yeah. I think that's the best word I can use for Dusty was inspiration, Mike. Oh, I, I think I, I've,
0: I've I've compared this before. Uh, growing up, uh, learning from two people as far as, you know, television was. Uh, they were kind of like TV dads. Okay, you know? yeah, okay. 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 Your TV dad. Sure. Uh, I had two Um Mr. Rogers. I,
1: I knew you were going to say it. Yep.
0: Uh, and Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Um, Mr. Rogers taught me how to be kind and patient, respectful, and a, and respectful sure. accepting. There you go. Dusty taught me how to be tough. Right. Uh, no matter what the odds, you yep. could always overcome yes, in any situation. Whoever you were.
1: Right. Strive for excellence. Yes
0: uh that that no matter what uh there was always hope
1: always hope yeah. man always hope
0: yeah that no matter how how bad how many of the horsemen <laughs> how many how many they are it don't matter
1: Cause it I'm, don't matter cuz i'm bad and baby they know I, i'm bad
0: i'm bad <laughs> i'll still fight them and do, no and and matter what no matter what and and get I over never give up Never get, get up, baby. Never get up.
1: That was it, man. Yeah. Strive for that excellence. Strive to be that champion. Yeah. That world champion in television land, if you will. Yeah. You know, dude? Yeah. And just the way he talked, yeah. man. It was so yeah. natural. Yeah. It was so... Dusty Rose was one of them guys because so, you know back in that day of wrestling, man, most people yelled and hollered. Even Flair, oh, yeah. yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, the Horsemen are not as much. He would here yeah. and there, you know, obviously, but du- and Dusty did too. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. but he didn't do it yeah. like you know like the Russians was no. like every every no. promo they were like, ah, but Dusty just come out and just be smooth. He was smooth. Yeah. He was
0: smooth. He was smooth. Yeah. Mike. He also always put over the the fact that you know what they're doing is is bad. Yes. You know. Yes. The That's, righteousness is on his yeah, side, yeah. Uh, Fighting uh, the good fight.
1: And man, he would always just come up with the coolest sayings. Like you know, what's that one famous promo he did about? Um, I, and I, I'm I'm messing it up, but he was like, I'm reserving the stratosphere for me and you, Flair. You yeah, mean, yeah. You know, Shit the like horseman, that. You
0: can, you can fly off and in the space.
1: But the stratosphere is for me and you. Yeah. I mean, or funky like a monkey. You know that the funky like a the monkey taking tour. care of business. Taking care of business TCB. tour. The uh the end the edge of a lightning bolt. Yeah i mean come on man i mean dude i'm getting goosebumps when i'm saying that stuff but he would say stuff like that and obviously man we could talk about his in-ring work you know was his honey a little big yeah man, was his belly a little big of course man but that man could do it in the ring oh yeah yeah. you know you're talking
0: his impact and interaction
1: Every move mattered yeah. with Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. You know, Mike, you were talking in the Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up. We were reviewing the cage match with Cody and Wardlow from AEW. Mm-hmm. We had a difference of opinion yes. on it. Once again, I highly suggest people go back and listen to that episode either live Sunday nights, 9 o'clock, this coming Sunday. I guess 22nd, I think. I think that's the date. 23? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Or uh, go back and watch no, the 20. 20, 23rd movie. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't sure, know. whatever. Yeah, this Sunday. Work. If you're yeah. listening, 23rd. If you're listening brand new. And I think uh, usually it goes on demand pretty soon, but y'all really go back and listen to that. because me and Mike we disagree about a hundred percent of the time on this stuff. So anyway, it's fun. It's a fun listen. Yes. Uh, but you know, you were talking about Cody Rhodes being in peril, and that was kind of your issue that right. Cody just didn't seem to be in peril. Dusty and we had a disagreement about yeah. that, but Dusty was always in peril. Always in peril.
0: Oh, and, and, and it, it 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 tugged at you yes. when he was. Yes. It's like, damn it, you know damn you know damn and you get mad and you will get upset
1: you're emotionally invested mike yeah and, and and you know we always talk about the traditional style where, where i f-
0: didn't feel that with coding in that I, there wasn't a point where i said
1: damn damn there, there were know, parts where damn. i was getting there but nothing like dusty uh, man. right no and and i think a lot of it has to do with that traditional style that we talk about a lot versus the more modern style yeah you know, man, today and, today, and I'm not, you know, shitting on today's style, but, you know, man, you got 5,000 flippy, flippy DDT right, moves. yeah. You know, that's one thing. And it's cool, and it's impressive. Yeah. And, and it's fun to watch. And it's very, once again, it's very impressive. But, dude, Dusty could be in an armbar. Uh-huh. And I would get more emotion from seeing Dusty oh, yeah. in an oh. armbar.
0: Or, or if one know. of those horsemen hit the ring. Oh,
1: yeah. oh, damn it. Motherfuckers. I mean, yeah, dude, because Dusty. Yeah, it's just oh he was so close that was he that was, was almost it. there yeah he was almost there yeah. and you know or even when he was attacked or even in a match man a match with ollie anderson like i said all could put re- uh dusty in an oh arm my gosh. bar gosh
0: that that's only too. You know, that, that is <laughs> I mean, you're right
1: no you're right yeah. 100 right man that yeah. was the two working in yeah. tandem together do you know why i think dusty got over so much with it man and, and i just want to put over his end ring work man i thought he was a great bell to Yeah, he was a little out of Mm – he was out of shape physically, but you couldn't tell it from the way he worked, man. And they would even tell you that. I've listened to shooting him and you say, hey, man, Dusty would be in the back. He could do 500 Hindu squats. He could do everything that all these other athletes could do and more in a lot of cases. But, Mike, I want to ask you, do you think the reason Dusty was so over so much – and this is my opinion – I think Dusty was over so much and he was so in tune with the fans because even though he he knew he, he was smart, Mm-hmm. But I think he believed it. I think he believed in himself. He believed he was the American dream. He believed he was in peril, and by believing that he was in peril, me and you believed that he was in peril. Do you do you agree with that statement? I think I think
0: he knew how to uh, sell it and get that sympathy, right? Uh, and to get that pop and to get that heat. Right. I I think no. It, it, I you know, of course you know. He knew who he was. Sure, sure. obviously, right? Uh, anybody with an ego, Flair had an ego. Oh, dude, obviously. You Everybody, have to, you have. If to. you're on that top spot, you have you to, have to, sure. to a certain extent. Absolutely. Um, with that, with that peril, I, I just think he knew how to draw it. Right. Uh, just like in his interviews, he knew how dude. to draw people in. He knew how to draw people into. Yes. As a Booker, he knew how to draw people into the the shows right to get those asses in the scene
1: yes and not just with him now you know let's let let's that, that's a good segue mike because I, obviously i want to talk about the man's booking mm-hmm. because we're talking about his personality his persona the american dream you know as a kid once again man you know and i, and I don't want to beat the dead horse being a little fat kid you know right. who, who maybe didn't believe in himself as much as he should have yeah. Mike you know let's yeah. just go and put that out there but seeing dusty roads the persona once again belly a little big honey a little big you yeah. know uh getting over man and winning these belts yes. inspired me mm-hmm. but it wasn't just the dusty road stuff it was the whole shows man it was the rock and roll express and the midnight Express. oh for sure yeah. it was the magnum yeah. ta the magnum and, T- and the nikita it was the ronnie garvins it was the barry windhams yes. man it was the paul jones army and the boogie, boogie. woogie man yeah who was responsible for yeah. all that in the back that we didn't even know it oh time.
0: yeah exactly we just thought hey this Wait. is
1: natural this is way
0: executive producer
1: virgin Virgil runnels who's that <laughs> who's that dude that's the american dream Dusty yep. rose baby that's not right. only was he a character and a persona that really shaped my childhood and really my life mm-hmm. in a lot of ways mike yep. but he also produced and written and came up with or booked however yep. you want to put it whatever words you want to use some of the greatest drama oh yeah for sure in television that I've ever seen that yes. you thought was real. Yeah. It wasn't oh, even yeah. television. Oh, yeah. It was real yeah. life. Being it was yeah. it was really some of the first reality TV, in a lot of ways. Okay. I mean, you can really compare it because let's face it, man. What you see on reality TV is not really reality. No, it's worked. Yeah, just like this was worked, right. but it's presented yeah. as real. Yes, and Dusty was behind that. Yeah. Now, Mike, let me ask you. Um, you know, just like I know that there's a lot of polarizing opinions on Dusty's booking. Oh yeah, absolutely. What do you say to that? I got you know my opinion, but let's get yours first and then I'll chime in.
0: Um I think Dusty took a good to a mediocre to to good territory. Mm-hmm. That uh had amazing talent. Sure. Um but was kinda stalling.
1: Okay. A little stale flat. A little stale flat.
0: Okay. He took that and turn it into a powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, not just a territory, but national. A, a national company. <laughs> some will say global. Um, I mean, they worked some overseas. They, or, yeah, they worked, yeah. worked some in Japan. But definitely national. National, for sure. And took it national to where you could compete legitimately with the North Vance. And WWF correct, at the time, correct, and
1: even AWA to a degree, which
0: yeah. at that time Vince was killing off all the territories. Yes, yes he was. but NWA that came from Mid Atlantic Jim Crockett Promotions
2: correct.
0: stayed alive and was thriving. Yes, um, which a lot of other people were doing
1: no no and, and in fact you know mike a lot of people would even um say that once dusty was relieved after the sellout yes you know because they were still doing okay right and then after dusty left you know due to the whole road warriors debacle with the mm-hmm. spike to the eye yeah. went back to florida briefly and then eventually ended up as the common man which we'll yes. get into a little yeah. bit more common man here in a little while because we still have a lot to talk about with yes. booking and everything um that's really when it's took a nosedive for a while it really did it really did yeah um and obviously there's bad management and you know you listen mm-hmm. to any jim Cornette podcast and oh he, yeah you'll hear all about it in much greater detail that we can ever yeah. discuss because most stuff we'll just talk about is what we heard on the jim Cornette podcast right. as far as jim heard, and yeah. the bad management and stuff like that but you know mike it always just makes me crack up because there's a lot of hate on Dusty's bucky oh yeah oh he put himself over he's always in the main main angles this and that and i'm like you know why do you want to take a guess why he was? Is it because he's writing it, or is it because he's that over? Yeah. Mike, you know, just like I know, man, you just can't book somebody to be over like that. You no. just can't. No, they you, tried you it. Can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if Dusty has this vision uh, of what he wants uh, and what he wants to see as far as a story, there's only one person that is going to get that across, like how Dusty wants it and that's dusty and that's dusty yeah
1: it always cracks me up because i i still you know I've, i'm still on a couple fan pages i actually did drop the AEW fan page that one just got too right yeah Man, i'm like yeah, okay, i'm done absolutely i'm still on the nwa page because it's half right. and half it, yeah. it's got some good stuff on there too but i always laugh because i just saw here kind of recently it's like yeah dusty is a booker was terrible blah 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 going off but i love the horseman dude i mean you know um dusty booked the horseman yeah Oh, didn't didn't come up with no, creation, no, obviously,
0: true. but he, saw what was happening and said, "This is,
1: this let's run with this." Yes,
0: this this is the big group. This is you know these are going to be the heat magnets and proceeded to yeah. put them
1: over. Well, look
0: who was booking before Dusty Oli. No, oh, was it not Oli, only? Oli was in Georgia. That's
1: right, you're right, Mike. Uh, uh, yeah, Oli, yeah, yeah, Oli yeah. Was that's in right. Georgia. That's right. He
0: did some Carolina stuff. He did you know, a back bit. in back in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, right. But at this time, you had. I think you had four different bookers in four different spots. And like, you had uh, somebody in South Carolina, you had yeah. somebody in North Carolina, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had somebody Virginia. in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had, like, Dory Funk, I think, at one time. Dory Funk Jr. was booking at one time. Um, Sandy Scott. Uh, maybe George Scott. Yeah. Um, let's see, Wahoo, I think he booked yeah, for a little while. Yeah, Wahoo did some booking, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Ernie Ladd. Uh, a little any, bit. Did, did I, I, I think he did some booking. Okay. A little bit of booking while he was there. Right. Um, yeah. It was just all over the place. Right. And um, you couldn't really get any cohesion. Maybe Paul did? Jones. I think
1: Paul Jones did do some booking um, in, in the Carolinas. Yeah. So it
0: wasn't anything solid and structured.
1: Right. It was kind of. They were
0: just trying to not to book over each other. Correct. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Which I mean, back then, it, you I guess you could kind of do that. You know, when you're running your house shows and stuff, but you still have a televised exactly show. And I remember even uh, hearing Dusty in a shooting interview said, yeah, that was my condition. It's all mine. Yes. If I come in, I got the whole book. Uh-huh. But once again, Mike, just to kind of get to some of the haters. I mean, dude, we're still talking about the stuff Dusty was in charge of all these years later. Yeah. And then you're going to have the audacity to say he wasn't a good booker. Yeah. But, but then put over the horseman in yeah. those angles yeah. and still talk we're about it. We're not every-
0: talking about George Scott's booking.
1: No no we're not mike no no and it trips me out and
0: everything i know from from scott's book is uh he would just give them hey uh you guys are figuring it out
1: yeah you guys figure it out figured we're dust he's like this is where we're going he
0: wants it detailed we know, have a vision this, this is the vision yes. take the ball run with it yeah Here,
1: here's the goal line yeah, yeah. we're on the fifth yard yeah. line you gotta figure out how to get yeah. to the uh,
0: to the end zone yeah.
1: And, and that's why it just trips me out, man. And it's like
0: it I, wasn't just a vision for himself; it was a vision the, for the, the company, for the company as a whole. was it, yes. it, you know, you say the Rock and Roll Express. He saw a vision for them. Yes. And, we, Magnum and in my gosh, look what it did for yeah, the Rock Roll and Roll Express.
1: And 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 you know, I hate to say, but even Ricky Morton will still kind of, you know, is publicly kind of shit on Dusty, right? And some, and it's yeah. like, dude, he booked you. Yeah. In, in in the most over angle ever i mean yeah. what what else do you want man and i mean and you know we talked about you have to have a certain character and personality together look at ronnie garvin man yeah. they tried it with ronnie it just didn't work because yeah. i, I th- love th- ronnie think, garvin i
0: think a lot of people's problems with dusty Rhodes' booking as far as talent goes was money
1: yeah yeah it yeah. always
0: usually comes back to money
1: and, and uh, once again you know not being on that side of it i guess i could kind of right. see that well i mean you know if you got shit out of a million dollars then yeah i mean yeah. you probably have a little but see to me
0: that, and, and that doesn't even involve dusty you need to talk to you know crockett, jim crockett about that crockett's
1: the one writing the checks right well i know a lot of people with well, dusty put him out of business he was spending too much money i'm like man the name of the company was jim crockett jim Promotion. promotions now, if you can't keep Dusty in check, that's on you, man. You're the boss. Yeah. I mean, the buck stops at you. Yeah. Now, I mean, would you give a wrestler an open pay or open checkbook? Hell no, man. I want to give Dusty Rose an open checkbook yeah. or a blank check. Yeah. Hell no, man. I'll be like, hey, dude, I need to. It helps
0: to have a uh, uh, a competent accountant.
1: That too that too i mean man it's like jim cornett's even said before the day before they went out of business they just sold out yeah. an arena so it, it was more than just du- and that's something else with well, dusty booked him in the hall no man it was bad management it was bad money did dusty spend too much money probably probably did he's a wrestler man come on i wouldn't give dusting an up and check it but either you hey know?
0: crockett was on those plane rides hey, amen he was brother yes he, he was, was. There. yes he was it wasn't like he was oblivious you no. know he, he back at back no. in charlotte no they moved to texas
1: that, that maybe not a good great idea. That was not a great idea. No, that was a bad no. idea. Uh, once again, man, maybe some of the business decisions Dusty made weren't the best. But once again, the buck stopped to Jim Crockett. But the stuff going on on television in the ring, for uh, the most un- part.
0: Uh, unmatched.
1: It's unmatched to this sure. day. Once again, man, and I'm not trying to, to shit on Blackjack Mulligan and Ric Flair. If, no, you know, not at all. I'm not, no. man. But when you go on most of these fan pages, what are we talking about? We're usually talking from 1984 or five mm-hmm. up to the buyout from Ted Turner. Who was yeah. looking at Dusty? Yeah. Everybody gets mad. Why were we always talking about that? Because that was the best shit, man. It, it was. was. I'm sorry. It was. Sorry, man.
0: It was. It was the. It was the the best book the the most well-produced yes i mean yeah, production-wise production-wise oh, yeah. you take a look at uh, production-wise from you know the crockets when they were in raleigh doing the studio shows to where they There's, moved out uh, with the nemo trucks yeah. and, and they started doing the the big arenas the coliseum yes sir on the weekly
1: on the week I'm, oh, I'm I'm the, pro yeah. And worldwide yeah i mean these were the lower end matches obviously they didn't have the main event matches right. on here but yeah man they produced good television yeah. And like I said, the story and they lines.
0: moved out of the high school gyms and stuff right, like that. Right, You know?
1: And, and like I said, man, every time I see somebody put over the horseman and flair and how much they love that stuff and then shit on Dusty, I'm like, yeah. Dusty. Once again, Dusty didn't put it together. That wasn't his idea, but he knew, he saw gold and he ran with that gold right. and made yeah. it gold, man. Yeah. I mean, Dusty's the one that made it gold. If Dusty didn't want the horseman yeah. or wanted to bury these guys, he'd have never done what exactly. he did with them.
0: Exactly. And, you, uh, you also look at it, some of the, you know, you know not just his booking as far as you know match wise you look at like the super shows you look at vignettes and you look at videos yeah. and and stuff that would be produced and put together for the shows the, was,
1: untouched man yeah. i mean untouched yeah i mean because whereas I mean new
0: york wasn't doing that no, stuff you just yeah took they were doing well, a hollywood type production you, right
1: right but it was hokey yeah it was hokey man yeah. even for back us in, for, for sure yeah for us yeah. nwa yeah. And crockett fans right. it was hokey as hell and Dusty did that same kind of production quality, I would say, mm-hmm. but just did it in that more realistic, gritty, yeah. real. Yeah. Once again, man, you've got to believe it. Yeah. And I think Dusty believed it, man. I mean, you know, obviously it's not a marketing, you know, obviously he knew it was a work, but he believed, what I'm trying to say, Mike, is he believed in what his vision was. Right. And he always excelled at that because that was him. And he knew, he couldn't go wrong, man, you can't fail. When you think you can't fail and you believe you can't fail, you won't fail, yeah. Mike. Yeah. And that was Dusty. You know, in fact, that even brings up, uh, just here recently, Cody Rhodes on AEW and Tony Schiavone. Schiavone, excuse me, Schiavone. 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 <laughs> I wish he wouldn't have said that. Ever since Jericho said that, man, I get caught yeah. up now. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's killed it, man. He killed it for me. Uh, but they were talking about when Dusty met Willie Nelson. Yeah. I don't know if anybody out there is familiar with this story. Or not I wasn't familiar with it until I heard it on AEW. But uh Dusty or somebody come up to Dusty's room and say, Hey w- Willie's, you know, gonna meet you down at the pool at two o'clock or whatever. Right. And then you know, two o'clock comes and goes, Dusty's still in his room. And they're like, Dusty, are you not gonna get to meet Willie Nelson? He's like, the star always comes out second. Yeah. He just big leagued mm-hmm. Willie fucking Nelson. Yeah. Dude, w- Willie Nelson. Yeah. This is in the eighties, man. Yeah. Do you know Willie's big now? Huge. Willie's big now. Yeah. This is coming off the cusp of that outlaw country music mm-hmm. that had taken the country by storm. Waylon Jennings, uh, Willie Nelson, Hank Jr., oh. David Allen Coe, all these guys, man. Well, yeah. Willie had been in some movies as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was a star. He was iconic yeah. in the 80s. He's iconic now, obviously. Willie's just one of those yeah. people, man. He's in the public. Super Let's icon. Con. Super icon, man. Yeah. What did Dusty do? Mm-hmm. He big leagues them. Yeah. What? Give me a yeah. fucking break, yeah. man. Oh, you yeah. know why he did it? Because he knew and believed that he was the star. Yeah. Which made him the star. Exactly. Right? Now, should we talk a little bit about his promos, man? I know we've touched on his promos. We all at least bring up the hard times promos.
0: The hard times promos, I, I definitely that to me, that is everything about Dusty Rose wrapped into one Agreed. uh interview.
1: There's never been a more iconic promo ever cut. No. And or my, after. Or after. before or since but you know mike i i think they're on par with all his promos that one for whatever reason
0: i think it's special i think it resonated with a lot more uh, and i don't think oh i know you you had seen this probably later on in life uh but at this time it resonated with people around you know that were around and alive and and struggling around this area uh where there was so much um just uh there there was struggle and and there was uh strife right. uh with the, the textile workers oh, yeah, and, and yeah. the mill workers not knowing you know if they were going to have a job they were getting right. laid off it, it was a hard time Ew. it and was a hard like time it was a hard time for everybody right. and a lot of people were struggling and just didn't know if they were going to make it through right uh and Dusty captured that. Yes, he did. Um, He always kept his finger on the pulse of society. Yeah. You know, he he saw what was going on. And he was just, you know, at that time, Dusty was kind of just that, uh, like you said, common man, everyday man. And they they gravitated towards him. and, And, you know, when he puts his hand out and just says, you know, that's... I'm reaching out to yes. you. You put your hand yeah. in my Oh my right. God. And it's just it's it's amazing. I, I I say that is one of his uh most
1: iconic possibly.
0: I would say. Uh for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I tend to agree with ever, that. Ever, ever. Well, like I said, ever. Mike, there's no other promo in professional wrestling history that I can think of off the top of my yeah. head. That has been uh, duplicated so many times. I mean, to this day, man, Tim Storm on NWA a few weeks ago, you know herald back to that promo yeah. the name of the last nwa hard pay-per-view times. was hard times, hard times. man you i can't mean deny it. you cannot deny not
0: it. to say he didn't have like uh oh, just dude. amazing promos every promo And, and some come. of them got wacky some so, of sure. them got uh, well he like, can oh, be a okay. little wacky okay all right uh, uh, case in point dusty and the gorilla yeah it dude sometimes man uh, sometimes he it did he was an entertainer yeah i the only other one that really I, I I harken back to is the one he did with Dustin back in the 90s when he, he made that little comeback in WCW. Yeah, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when I he had that feud coming. with, you know, Colonel Parker, Stable, yes. Arn Anderson, all that, and look for look out for that one here coming up yeah, yeah, yeah. probably a revolution
1: yeah 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 we'll, we'll uh, see we'll see
0: but his promo about Arn anderson being a walk behind her
1: yeah man that
0: one always grabbed me it's like oh my god you know that was, that real. was really good it's like you were always when you are a walk behind her when you're a follower the view never changes
1: yep and i mean because there's a lot of realness to uh, that yeah, man yeah oh yeah they're really, especially you know? at that time, because Arn had sti- obviously Arn now is his icon. We, yes. We, we have, oh yeah. We have exalted Arn yeah. to his rightful place, which right. should always been. At this time, he was always that horseman that got beat. He was always kind of at the bottom of the packing yeah, order.
0: He was always behind Flair or Tully, or, uh, Tully and Ollie, and Ollie to a certain extent sure. until Ollie was out. But even then, but man. He always followed Flair. Or, you know, and when he was in the Dangerous Alliance, he, he, would, he was a rude follower. Yes. You know? Correct. Wrong, and when right. When he was in the stable, you know, with Colonel Parker, he was a walk behind her, and, you yes. know, all this stuff. And, uh, you even know, it he was, was the just backbone. One, he was. He was he really the backbone. Was.
1: He always was. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it was one of those uh, interviews and promos and, 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 you know, talking with Dustin. And uh, it's like, I, I haven't always been around, you know, yeah. while you were Got a kid. Real. And when you were a kid and I was gone, you know, seeking my fame and fortune, I wasn't there. You know, and it's just it, it's an emotional promo.
1: Yeah, and it got real. I mean, yeah. Once again, it that did. reality that he could tap into keeping it a work, uh huh, but but blurring those lines, man, nobody done it better no. than Dusty no. Rhodes, brother. No. I mean nobody done it better. And you know, the thing is Dusty always was always in contention for a title. Yes. That was something that oh, he, yeah. but he but he rarely it, it was weird, man. It seems like he always had a title. Yeah. It but he did. never had it for long. No. And he was always no.
0: chasing. Yeah. Especially Flair. Chasing. That especially was the thing. I, I still believe that to this day that, you know, the baby, big baby face should always be the chasing. Chasing after. Chaser. Of the
1: title, I I think it depends, man. Obviously, you know, with Hulk Hogan, it was a completely different scenario, and it was—I mean, come on, yeah. I mean, you know, there's no denying that. I think it has a lot to do with how it's presented. Yeah. I think for that Southern style, the style that we're used to, Mm -hmm. that that gritty, for sure, it definitely resonates more because people, man, most people watching that, the fans, you know, you know, you just said there's a lot of strife, a lot of uncertainty, yeah, in this time. I think everybody can relate to chasing that golden ring, right? Or in Dusty's case, chasing those golden belts, yeah you know and i think that resonated with the common for people sure. and uh yeah i think that's why and i think it depends on your crowd the new york crowd maybe not quite as much or the hollywood crowd, right yeah not as much yeah. it also made for a better superhero story for, for having hulkane with the belt just like superman would have the belt right you, you know what i'm saying there's yes i think it definitely depended on your area but yeah for here for crockett for that era absolutely man yeah. and dusty who better To chase it than Dusty Rose. Exactly. I mean, because once again, man, people could relate to that and they're always chasing that golden ring. They just want to make sure they make it to payday, brother. That's right. That's right. And uh, there was, like I said, man, just what else do we want to talk about? Well, you know, dude, I want to talk a little bit about just, uh, well, I want to bring up one of his promos. We were talking about the one that always sticks out to me, man, because it was funny. You know, uh-huh. and I always kind of liked the comic side. You know, I always liked Jim Cornette, even as a kid. I, right. You know, Jim Cornette. I liked stand-up comedians, too, when I was a kid, you know. Like Louie Anderson and Bobcat Goldthwait, you know. I, I love those guys as well. So, Cornette was always kind of that mix, you know, wrestler and oh, yeah. comedian. yeah. But Dusty could get a little funny and a little kooky oh, yeah. at times, yeah. too, man, sure which could. I always enjoyed that. And he was actually going in there against Lex Luger. I remember it's him and Luger going for the U.S. titles during that period of time where Luger was the associate. Yeah. Or maybe he he may have been a full fledged horseman at this time. It might have been after Ollie. I can't remember. Anyway, man, he was going oh, against uh, Let Well, Man, Dusty cut this promo. He was like, Yeah, you know, Let Sluger, you're in the gym, you're lifting these weights. Let me tell you how I work out. I go to the picnics, you know. I get me some potato salad. I get an extra helping of biscuits. I get me a, a chicken leg or two, you know. And he just started talking about how much food he eats. Yeah. But he was he was bringing he was he was dropping. But he was like, you're over here doing squats and you're doing the bench press, and I'm going to get more potato salad, and biscuits, you know, the, the fried chicken legs, you know, right? Just to, and I go to the picnics and I, you know, that's how I do my yeah. training. I'm still going to beat you. I mean, just stuff like that, right. yeah, man. That I just remember laughing. Because it was funny, oh, yeah. and yeah. it was meant yeah. to be funny. Yeah. You know, he was he was trying to compare his body. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you you're in here in the gym. I'm in here at the buffet, and I'm still going to beat you." And he did. Okay, <laughs> I got a question for you. Right.
0: And I don't know if we're going to take a break or anything like I'll that. I say
1: let's keep jamming.
0: Um, yeah. I don't know how much longer I can go. Because <laughs> I've had a lot of coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we may
1: we may take a music break. Today. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we may have to take a break <laughs>
0: here in a minute. But uh, can you imagine? If we were the age we are now,
1: and we were right there in the 80s, right. what we would think of Dusty? You know, brother, I've asked myself that question. Mm-hmm. And not only have I asked myself that question in my 40s, I asked myself that in, the 20, in my 20s as well. Right. You know, in other words, being an adult. Yeah. This is what I think, man. For our age and for professional wrestling in general, not just Dusty, but just in general, I think we're at the perfect age. I think we, it was great to be a kid during uh-huh. the Dusty Road slash Hulk Hogan era. Right. I think it was great to be in our 20s during the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool to be in our 40s coming into this next era of wrestling that we're seeing the NWA coming back because we can appreciate that from when we were kids. Yeah. Even AEW coming in because, hey, man, we can appreciate something yeah. new. I don't know, man. I think it would have been fun, but I also wonder if I'd have been kind of jaded and burly and, and, oh, this ain't real wrestling, man. I want to see, you know, Paul Jones versus Black Jack Muller. Or, you know,
0: even like with Harley and Jack Briscoe (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah. stuff like that.
1: I wonder if I would have a WWE attitude Yeah, like I
0: have now. Or, or, you know, the attitude that the the older guys had back in the 80s. 80s. That's what I'm saying, man. This ain't wrestling.
1: Well, the same people that you see on some of these Crockett website or fan pages on Facebook. So, yeah. to answer your question, have I thought about absolutely, do I do I regret, do I feel like I was born in the wrong time for wrestling? Absolutely not. Right. In fact, man, yeah. I've even asked myself that with music, and I think, man, I was definitely well, born so, in the wrong era for music. Well, I'd love to sure. be in yeah, 20 absolutely. in the 70s. Well, I don't think,
0: the, <laughs> the question's not so much that. What would you thought of, of a Dusty Rhodes, do you think, uh, say, like, if a Dusty Rhodes came out today, uh, and uh we're at the age we are now I, uh would it be the same as when we were kids with dusty uh, growing up with dusty would it would it be the same or would it be just like oh my gosh what is this
1: well i we, for one we'd pick it apart yeah you know which i think man we we lose that innocence we, as we get older oh, for across sure. the board yeah. and that's with anything yeah. we get jaded you can't help yeah. but get a little jaded especially after you see the turn that sports entertainment has right. yeah. taken but you know mike like i said man we may have been like that well this ain't harley racing briscoe you know but uh, we we look at like
0: zicky dice
1: yeah okay.
0: outlandish zicky dice outlandish, right, and right. we see that come in and we're like oh my god this is great this is kind of cool this is great maybe this, this is different
1: yeah, and, yeah. And, but it's not different it's a throwback right yeah exactly it's, it's new yeah, for ex- today's yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I yeah man i don't know dude that's a great question but i i do i do say that once again, just kinda of going back to music the music era, man, y'all can't tell you how many times I wish I could have been twenty in nineteen seventy three. You know, where I could have saw yeah. Leonard Skinner yeah. or Black Sabbath. Right. Or Aerosmith during their like big time, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's so many bands I love from that rush, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's so many bands from that era that I would have loved to have seen, especially Leonard Skinner being the the huge fan of Leonard Skinner and I am, I would have loved to have seen Ronnie Van Zant live uh so for music i'm like yeah man i was born a generation too late but i mean i did get to come up in the 90s with with like you know industrial music grunge uh, gangster rap you know i love all those uh, genres of music as well so it's kind of cool being in my 20s for tupac and biggie and nine inch nails you know yeah uh but yeah man i i kind of sometimes wish oh man i should have been born a little sooner where i could have enjoyed these bands but for professional wrestling brother i don't think there was a better time to be born oh oh, yeah for sure
0: For sure, definitely. So, so you think if Dusty would have come in right now, we would have just picked it. We wouldn't have enjoyed it. We would have just picked it apart.
1: Let, let me ask you, man. Are we talking like another Dusty? In other words, with Dusty Rhodes? No, Rose, the Dusty Rhodes. The Dusty it Rhodes. It's like
0: the Dusty Rhodes. Uh, Dusty hmm. Rhodes was not a thing in the '80s. The, the Dusty Rhodes comes in now do you think it would have the same impact or we would feel the same about dusty Rhodes if he was to come in now or would we enjoy it, or would we pick it apart
1: but here's the big thing will we even be fans because we wouldn't have that booking we want to see have- i think to me
0: dusty wasn't the person that that drew me in right for me right you know i was coming in in 80 81 okay with flair and valentine
1: but without dusty we had there was no dusty no, but there wouldn't have been a flare Flares said point blank man that dusty the one who influenced him same with hulk hogan that's true we wouldn't have had a whole i mean maybe not i mean we that's don't you know we're really getting into g- some heavy
0: yeah. butterfly effects yeah. here oh exactly um, well, maybe you just had valentine maybe yeah but may, maybe not i mean because you know, i mean well there wasn't any connection to johnny or or or, or greg Right. Through Dusty,
1: but but who who cares about and
0: that? That's <laughs> that's where it could have went. It, yeah. it, it maybe not maybe wouldn't have taken off as, as much as it did. And oh wow, we're getting into like alternate so, we're, timelines yeah, we're here. Butterfly effects. Wow. I tell you what, okay. man.
2: Let, let's but, take yeah. a break.
1: Then, yeah. Man. Wow.
0: I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't let this go or I'll lose it. Okay. 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 So without the Dusty,
1: no, uh, no Crockett.
0: Logan. Crockett just gets eat up. Like the other territories,
1: but here's the thing: to get eat up by those other territories with Vince McMahon, you have to have a Hulk Hogan. Without a Dusty Rhodes, we may have never had a Hulk Hogan. god Damn! Take a break. <laughs> let's take a break and come back, man. We're let's play a song. I have no idea what we're going to play. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, man. The last band I reached out to before we stopped playing music was a band out of Conley Springs, Mike. I don't know. Did you ever get a chance to check them out, Bone Driver? A yes, friend yes, of ours, yeah, Ashley sure Baker, yeah. actually introduced yeah. us to this band. And I really liked them, dude. And I reached yeah. out and I'm like, hey, I want to play your music. Hey, man, go for it. And then yeah. we stopped playing music. So, hey, man, let's play. You know, we've been let's talking throw about. let it back. Yeah, we've been talking about trying to bring some music back. Because yeah. I miss playing those independent bands, yeah. man. I really do. So, let's go ahead and play it. Uh, this is. The um, Common Band. For the common band. For yes, the common man. Right. Uh, but this is Bone Driver. I hope it's still cool to play their music. I haven't right. talked to him in a while. Um, and the name of the song is Rolling Stone. Yeah. So, you know, that's right up my alley.
0: There you, you go. You know what
1: I'm saying? This is a badass jam, dude. TCB. TCB, maybe. Like I say, man, this is a cool-ass jam, but you don't, don't take my word for it. Hear it for yourself, and don't go anywhere. Jam out. We're going to be right back. PUDS. Once again, that was Bone Driver, right out of Conley Springs, man. Not far from here, Mike. That's just kind of right down the road, Exactly. Ain't it? I don't think I've ever been to Conley Springs. So. I'm sure you have. I may have passed through or something yeah. back in the day, but I'm, I'm sure, I mean, it's close. I know that. And yeah. once again, the name of the band was uh, Bone Driver. We went a lot of places where we didn't yeah, know where we were. Yeah, man. We just get out and ride. You remember those good old days where you just get out and ride, just... just just because. Just because, man. I mean, gas yep. was cheap. You could just fill up and go, dude, yeah. and spend a, spend the a day just riding, man.
0: Those were the days.
1: Those were good days. No responsibility, man. Just riding around looking for chicks, man. I mean, that was the yep. main thing, you know. Yep. Most time didn't find any. But still, Watch, man, it was the Watching hunt, wrestling you know. on Saturdays. Yeah, that was it. Six oh five. Yeah. Six oh five, man. Yeah. And then maybe the pay per views. But uh yeah. once again, man, Bone Driver was the name of the band. Uh Rolling Stone was the name of the song. I wanna thank Ashley Baker, a friend of ours from way back in back That's in those right. days yep. that we were yep. just talking about. We've known Ashley forever. Uh, sent us a message like, Hey, you know, you guys need to check these out. But like I said, Mike, it's one of those things that um you know the when we decided to stop playing music we we're trying to shorten the shows but this one's going long anyway so yeah um i reached out to them they're like yeah absolutely man you can play whatever and uh then boom you know we quit playing the music so you know i like to get back to that man i like it i like exposing people out there to the independent bands you know and helping just put you know put them over dude you know speaking of exposing uh oh
0: um i always heard a lot of dusty stories dude and there are many many
1: apparently dusty never wore pants no ever
0: <laughs> i'm not talking about ring no uh, you know i'm not yeah, talking yeah. about public if you will <laughs>
1: yeah. i'm talking about Frank behind God. the scenes he never wore pants yeah he would wear shirts yeah and and no pants yeah with his dick hanging out, man. Dude, you, it's, it's flexing. It's a straight flex, man. And this is how he got
0: on that subject, that
1: one car ride that we yeah. almost died <laughs> because he couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah, man, by flexing. And, and that was Dusty, man. Yeah, You know, one thing I want to say, we were talking a little bit about Arn Anderson, and I love Arn Anderson's Dusty story when uh, Arn said that he was uh, first coming into Crockett. Mm-hmm. And he was really nervous, man, to meet Dusty Rhodes, you because yeah. he's a rookie. He's coming in, man, you know, gr- kind of green. You know, I think he worked. I forget where Arn worked before that. Was it? Continental. Continental, okay. Yeah. So he wasn't a rookie per se, but he was young, man. He was a young dude coming into this thing, and Dusty was the man. And yeah. Everybody knew Dusty was the man. Yeah. So I think, I can't remember how long, man, I'm obviously, I'm just kind of paraphrasing all this, but, you know, Arn came in and waited for hours. Right. Hours. Yes. Yeah. You know, once again, Dusty would make you wait on him. hmm And then finally, Dusty, I-, I think he said three, four, maybe five hours. I mean, it was a long time. Dude. Right. And uh, here he comes. All right, come on in, Arn. Sits down. He says he looks at him and says one thing. Go get over. <laughs> that was it. That was the meeting five hours Dusty. listen go get over yep and that was it yep but yeah you hear so many stories of dusty just being buck naked man just or just wearing a shirt i think it would be better if he was just like completely naked than just wearing a shirt because when you're wearing a shirt you're doing it
0: yeah that'd be tough
1: yeah i mean i mean it's none of it's good man i mean none of it's gonna be a good situation no No. but when you have the shirt on that shows i'm i'm clothed to a degree yeah and i'm fully aware that i that i got my dick out yeah because if you're fully naked well i just got out of the shower it's a weird situation to begin with anyway to, to, just just yeah but when the man's wearing cowboy boots a shirt and nothing yeah. else yeah to talk to you about your business yeah with his business out just out there man yeah. you know mike before we played the song man before we had our break we were talking a little bit about dusty's influences mm-hmm. or excuse me the people that influenced by dusty yes is what i'm trying yeah. to say here and we we had these what if scenarios, these butterfly fleck type situations. You yeah, would there be? Would there have been a Hulk code Would there been yeah. Rick Fleck. My
0: brain almost exploded on that last segment. Yeah, dude.
1: I mean, I've always- yeah, and you're
0: right. You're yeah. right. I mean, where does it go? Who would have been? I mean, I, it certainly wouldn't have been Bob Acklin.
1: No. Oh, absolutely not, man! No, <laughs> you know, no, of course not, man! Who, who
0: was in line then to to take it? Uh, and,
1: and once again, man, it's you such know, a uh, superstar
0: was you know out. on his way out.
1: Yeah, I mean, and even then, man, superstar never he could have already been. Mm-hmm. I, I've always said, do yeah. all the drop balls in the history yeah. of wrestling. I think but don't superstar. you think
0: Dusty took a little bit from absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely, man? I mean, look at their feud. Yeah, before you know right. uh, when they were working in Madison Square Garden, yeah. man, those matches, the bull rope match, yeah. Well, no, it was a Texas Death Match. Texas Death D- Match. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got they it. They did do the bull rope as I, well. I think they did, man. Yeah. I mean, and those matches were historic. I mean, yeah. those were headlining. Well, oh, I don't know if they headlined, but they were. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. They did yeah, absolutely did. yeah. I mean, Madison yeah. Square Garden, brother. Yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah. uh, to me, it's a testament because people always say Flair, Hogan, Flair. I mean, these are always two of the names that always come up when we never right. talk about a Mount Rushmore professional wrestling. Yeah those two names are always on it yeah dusty's isn't necessarily on almost every list yeah but he influenced those two all Right. Took. i mean man let's be honest i mean is there any bigger than flair or hogan other than dusty all right and they were both influenced yeah. man i read both their books i read hogan's book i read rick's book and i read dusty's as well yeah in, in, in chapter one of Rick's and Hogan's book, they both said Dusty Rhodes was my influence. Yeah, I got into this because Rick Flair wanted to be rambling Ricky Rhodes. Yeah, man. yeah. Hulk Hogan got into wrestling around the age of sixteen by going to watch Dusty Rhodes in wrestle Florida. in Florida. Yeah, come exactly. on, man. that that's such a testament
0: exactly
1: to who you are when yeah. you influence the guys who influenced everybody else. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it's and, a ripple. It is a riffle. From there. Yeah. And and, and everything from there, you know, because we were talking about, well, would Vince went on to just take over all the territories, including Jim Crockett? Probably not, because he wouldn't have had a Hulk Hogan. Right. And we just said it before, Mike, and we'll say it again. You cannot book somebody to be that over. Obviously, it's a combination. It's symbiotic, man. You have to have one and the other working in tandem together. Right. But you can't have... You can have the greatest superstar, most charisma, most work ethic ever, but if you have a bad book behind it, it's going to fail. Right, and vice versa. You can have the best book, best promoter, most creative guy behind the scenes, like a Vince McMahon mm-hmm. back in the '80s, but if you don't have a Hulk a Hulk Hogan type out there to push that, it's going to fail. Right, and we've seen it. Yeah. We see that today yeah. in WWE. Well, uh, you, you take
0: a look at it from the other side of the coin as well, Had there not been a Dusty, and there not had been you know that Hulk Hogan that Ric Flair and even with Vince would there have been no takeover of the territories would the territories still be alive and going possibly. Would, and wrestling had not gotten so big that it imploded in on itself would, yeah. would that be you know possibly because I mean you know with with Dusty's ego, what it, what it was, he definitely wanted to take over Vince. He wanted oh, yeah. to take over, and he sure. wanted, wanted to win.
1: Yeah, man, and I think if if Dusty maybe has some more tools, you know, maybe he could have done that. Right, I've always said, man, Magnum T A could have been the next Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I mean, we we've we've yeah. actually got a podcast on yeah. that, a podcast on that a while back. Right, uh, highly recommend people go back. A what if series. Yeah um yeah man i mean these are questions dude that we can ask all day all night long man and never really come up with an answer no it's definitely one of those butterfly effect type yep. situations whether oh, it of, would there have been a hulk hogan whether it have been a rick flair whether there have been territory when would the territory system still be in armories exactly. today you know exactly. will we even be fans you know will we What? Well, i don't yep. know i mean because man hulk hogan was such an influence and obviously dusty you know as right. we've just said but you know i'm like Let's let's move it since we took the break. I think that's also a good uh, way to maybe start segueing in, into Dusty's later career. Yes, because we've got to talk about the WWF right. era, man. We've yeah. got to talk about the common man. Yeah. we've got to. Uh, how surprised were you the first time you saw Dusty Rose on WWF tele or WWE television? Um,
0: pretty shocked, dude. Um, I was. You know, I, I'd wondered, you know, what it what was going on. What had happened after that that road warriors feud mm-hmm. um and you just didn't see dusty no. of course this is before the internet and sure you know everything where you can easily accessible to see where a guy is what's going on right. where he's going
1: uh mike let me stop you for just one quick minute man, okay. because there was no internet but i've i've bragged on this show before i'll brag a little bit more i had a satellite dish right i got to catch dusty in florida on a, on a couple channels okay yeah, yeah. When,
0: uh, that in between time when yes. he was he was doing the uh was it was it called pwf at that time i think so I professional wrestling from florida y- something yeah. like that yeah it was basically yeah.
1: the florida territory because yes. it was still somewhat operational right it has it wasn't absorbed by w- yeah. wcw at this point yes and so i actually got to catch a little bit of him down there and i was surprised to see him down there i actually thought it was a little bit of a cross promotional thing right but, yeah, I actually did get to catch... Because you me. saw
0: a lot of the older guys that you yeah. had seen on, on, on NWA.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I got to catch some stuff from Lawler's promotion as well. Mm-hmm. On that. There was like a channel US, that had a lot of... D- USWA. USWA. Sure, man. And um, So I actually got to catch a little bit, but I had no idea... I thought he was still involved with N.W. because you know right. back then yeah. man you didn't really know all the backstage no. stuff you know WCW because man one day it was the wrestling network and then the next day it was like WCW Yeah, and they still had NWA ring uh-huh. apron so it was a little bit of a they
0: still kept the, the alliance
1: yes and it was still a very confusing time for it fans it was very it confusing really was. especially as a uh, somebody who didn't understand the no. business and still thought it was kind of even real yeah. at that time still mm-hmm. thought there was a and, lot of realness absolutely. to it uh, but I remember seeing Dusty down there, and I was like, "Oh wow, cool! Dusty Rose is here. You yeah, know, that's yeah. great." Yeah. And uh, so I got to catch a little bit of that. So anyway, Mike, I just want to put no, put that yeah, out yeah,
0: there. I I'd completely forgotten about that. You know, that little, very little step very in between there. Sure, yes. Um, but seeing him on there, uh, was was exciting. Sure, it was great. Uh, but what was to come? Uh, not my favorite point of, of dusty's career
1: no uh i agree with that overall i agree with that yeah. uh i do think that they ended and we'll get to the end of his wwf run here in a minute because i did think that was some pretty cool stuff with Dusty. and you remember that one? oh yeah, yeah that yeah. that was because yeah. they dropped the polka dots uh-huh. um but i, I do want to talk a little bit about the vignettes i do want to talk about some of the feuds especially the ones he had with both uh, macho man and with ted dibiase mm-hmm those were good feuds man yeah oh
0: yeah definitely the, the in-ring
1: stuff was, was still there
0: always still there
1: and you could tell dusty was having fun and people will even tell you that he's even said that in his shoot interviews, yeah. you know that was probably the most fun he'd had in years yeah he had all the weight of being the boss man taking all his shoulders and he could just go out there and work right man. yeah but you know it's also a testament I, i'm not very high on vincement man you know that like mm-hmm. we, yeah. we 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 <laughs> we shit all over vincement man uh, it's so good to be able to say that. We can't say on the weekly wrestling rap, but no, we, we yeah, can say we yeah, shit on Vince yeah. And Gary, you know. Oh, yeah. We said we crap on him. or give him grief. No, we yeah. straight shit on Vince yeah. McMahon sometimes. Oh, yeah. But it is a testament to how Vince McMahon is when he can actually sell polka dots to Dusty. Because he did. Well, if anybody can do it, you can do it. You're the American. Dude. Yeah. And Dusty walks out like, well, hell, I guess I got polka dots now. And then what does he do? He puts them over. Yeah. He put them over, Mike. Yeah. I didn't like it either. I thought it was hokey. I thought it was kind of a. Very hokey. It almost felt insulting.
0: The uh, vignettes. Everybody loves the vignettes for whatever reason.
1: I did too, Mike. Even as a Dusty fan, I loved them. I, I never did. I liked them because. I didn't like
0: them then. I, 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 I can find humor in them now. Okay. Just right. because it is that wink, wink, nod, nod. Yes. Uh, kind of stuff. Who
1: are. Aren't you you remember how they would oh always yeah in yeah, them? yeah wait a minute yeah, aren't you yeah. and then it stopped and he kind of do the wink
0: uh, yeah exactly
1: I, I, I like that actually, right
0: man. I didn't like that as a kid I can find humor in it now I did not like it you, you were taking the dusty roads I knew and loved and, and grew up loved yeah. and you were lessening dusty and and I'll, I'll even say that with with sapphire as well I'll even say that with polka dots um you couldn't stop him in ring because you couldn't control that.
1: No, no, right.
0: If Vince had taken Dusty seriously and pushed him seriously, it could have
1: been a whole different ball game, man. Well, one yeah. thing that I always felt, you know, dry, we all we I know we've talked Even about this. Even though
0: I felt like this was the end of of Dusty's in ring career, <laughs> right? This right. was really the twilight
1: well you know man he would even tease retirement in the nwa, NWA yeah, yeah for he, sure. he would always yeah. kind of tease that i remember that that's the that end. That's peril baby yeah that's that yeah. dusty in peril yeah man and you know man uh let's not try to forget because i do want to talk a little bit about bunkhouse stampede at some point yeah. in this show i guess we kind of putting a carriage a little in front of the horse here but we'll yeah. talk a little bit about wwf and then we'll, we'll try to yeah circle back, back around because he goes back to the nwa wcw yes. anyway to kind of end his career right. and um in, in a pretty good manner i, I like think things. so well he, he technically ends it in wwe yes. kind of went full circle and it became, really does yeah and, yeah. and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely get to that but i want to talk about those vignettes as well because mike you know we both love dusty you yeah know, dusty was as i said in the first half of this show man he was my hero but i was cool with the vignettes really i thought they were fun yeah um Dude, I always knew there was a difference between WWF and NWA. Anyway. Huge difference. There always was, yeah. man. And I took it with stride. But I, now I do also agreed with you. I'm like, man, why why isn't he going yeah. up for the belt? You know, he never even the Intercontinental, it uh-huh. was like, it was more of a, com- God, I do say comedic role. Yeah. But once again, that was a testament to Dusty because he put him over. Yeah. Dude, I still laugh when I think about the one where he's the plumber. And the, and the toilet's clawed up, he's like, barbecue, barbecue, who's been eating barbecue or something like it? I laughed yeah. as a kid. I th- And I was a little yeah. older at this time, too, man. I say kid, but I was, right. uh, you know, I was still a minor. But, you know, I forget. Man, what year was that, like 90, maybe? Yeah, I believe so, late 89, 90. So, about, I, say, so I was probably around 15, man. So I was a little older, mm-hmm. give or take, you right. know, maybe 14, 15, maybe yeah. 16, even, you know. So I was kind of even getting where I was getting more into other things anyway. You know, I still love – I always loved wrestling. Yes. I was getting more into girls and the right. guitars and stuff like that, music, you know, stuff like that. But I found humor in it. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, man, but WWE was always hokey anyway. Yeah. And, and the thing that I didn't like was the polka dots. I did not like the polka dots. Right. I was like – the vignettes I was cool with. But then even the polka dots grew on me. And even today when I see polka dots, I think of Dusty Rhodes. What? <sighs>
0: And I may have heard this at one time and just completely forgot. Why the polka dots? I think it was why a rib. those fucking polka dots.
1: The way I understand it, Vince McMahon says when I see Dusty Rhodes, I think polka dots. It's Vince McMahon, dude. The, but there's
0: no other explanation other than that. Than
1: that, that. That I've ever heard. I think it's a rib. I think it's a, it's a up if rib. If it's a
0: rib, it has to have some kind of like uh, like meaning behind it. It's like.
1: Uh, not necessarily, mean,
0: really, man. I mean, other than putting, you know, like a, a, a fucking shit emoji on the back <laughs> of his truck. <laughs> well, you know. I mean. I think that's it, what it was. It, it doesn't come from it. Because, you know, they would rib Dusty all the time. You know, like we've talked about before at Virgil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Good, good example. You know, there was always a meaning behind anything that they did.
1: Right. You know, man, I don't know unless it's just one of those random, strange things that doesn't necessarily have to have a have a meaning you know i mean i do Dismissment, man yeah you know wow. i see polka dots yeah. and yeah. my god he's got polka dots yeah. on Look, explain the red rooster well he was cocky okay yeah I, okay exactly uh, yeah, yeah, there yeah, was okay. always some kind right, of uh, right right
0: uh, of meaning or a deeper meaning or a deeper thought behind you know everything that he did Those for the reason really. that he did it right right yeah like, i just yeah. never could figure out what polka dots
1: just i think that was it brother i think I think it's one of the things you don't have to overthink because there wasn't a lot of thought that went into it. But once again, man, just to say what I was saying a little earlier, who else could get it over but Dusty Rhodes? To this day, man, Tommy Dreamer wears polka dots on yeah. his to put him over, man. Yeah. Um, he got it, yeah, and he ran with it. Um, but dude, I, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the Million Dollar Man feud. Yes, I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah, stuff, absolutely.
0: Man. It just, it just, it, it fit.
1: It was another it kind was of rehash. it was a rehash of the common man versus the rich man. Ric Flair, Dusty mm-hmm. Rhodes from yeah. from that era, but now with with a different place yeah. and a little bit ramped up on the common man side, right? You know, because that was his gimmick. Yeah. He was the common man.
0: I always think when i like to when I like to think about Dusty in WWF, it's always with that that big top hat with that that. The claw. chicken claw, the claw. And, I love that hat, and, and, dude. And, You know, the it was poncho. a hawk claw. It wasn't a chicken claw. It was claw. It was a hawk. Okay. Yeah, it was a okay. hawk. It wasn't okay. a chicken
1: claw. Man. Well, I mean, Come you on. know, <laughs> it, it was some kind of claw. <laughs> it was a claw.
0: Hell, hell I don't know. <laughs> he, on, did He eat a hawk and, and put it. <laughs> Who knows? I'm giving him <laughs> for the man ate a chicken and just put the chicken claw he on. He a
1: chicken claw, oh, man. Why would he eat a claw? Well, he didn't eat the. He didn't eat the chicken either. Come on, man. Where would he get the claw
0: from? The, 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 exactly. the claw store i don't exactly. know exactly come the claw on man. but it wasn't a chicken no, no. claw. it's well, got to be cooler than it was that. some kind of damn bird claw <laughs> it was a bird claw it was <laughs> damn bird claw and chicken claw and, uh, a, a, give and, me a break it, brain well, come on know, listen
1: <laughs> who knows <laughs> well, man like chicken well he did he even promoted on it man. exactly yeah, but it wasn't a come on man. but listen but it was cool it was
0: cool and and that poncho yeah, 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 yeah. That's the dusty. I would have liked to have seen all the time. Kind of doing because he did that. Didn't yeah. he do that like toward the end? Like one time, one time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was yeah.
0: like, my God, that that's the dusty roads I want to see here, not in goddamn polka dots. I,
1: I agree with you. I do agree and
0: with you. with a, with a police hat and, and
1: goddamn <laughs> you know, Billy stick. Billy well, didn't, stick. Didn't he work the boss man song? He, he worked the yeah, boss man yeah, a little yeah. bit yeah. and. The, but here's my thing with that and I hear you I, now, I mean I know I, or the, the polka dot bandana yeah the bandana now I'll say this much I, I do agree with that I think that would have been a better game it oh, would have gotten more over but I also did like the fact that we got to see a fun Dusty Rhodes yeah cause you know if he was doing that man he had been serious More like he wasn't into right. yeah he was yeah. always serious I kinda like that that light hearted just go out have fun be the common man we're dancing with Sapphire I love Sapphire We'll get to Sapphire here because I did definitely want to talk about the Macho Man Sherry feud because I, I love that, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just kind of going back over the Million Dollar Man thing, y- you know, once again, it's a little bit of a rehash. I thought it worked, man. I thought they worked some pretty good matches, too, man. I thought Ted DiBiase and Dusty Rhodes had some good chemistry between they them. Did. They did. They really did. did. And, and Ted. Ted was great. Was, uh, yeah, Ted was incredible. So was Dusty. Yeah, I, you, you uh, know.
0: Me, me personally, and, and, and this goes back to something else, <clears throat> you know, speaking of Dusty and... How he was done in the the WWF. I love the Million Dollar Man gimmick. Sure, I love it. But I think Ted DiBiase himself was underutilized, underused, and un- uh, just uh, I, uh, I don't think he was used to his full potential.
1: You know, man, I, I believe this or not, Mike. I tend to disagree with you, man. Really? I mean, he was put in in, in one of the biggest angles of WWF history. But 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 it involved Ted, him, man.
0: Ted was was such an incredible worker. Oh yeah that they never highlighted that.
1: I Once again, man, I kind of disagree with that because, I mean, for one, he went to the finals in the tournament against Macho He had one match with Savage. <laughs> he had one match, one match with Savage. But he had a few with Hulk Hogan. Um, mm-hmm. Now, toward his later end of his career in WWF, definitely when he started doing the tag team with tag. Andre, which I thought was a cool team. It was good for Andre to have somebody to yeah. take the heat you know, right. for him because he wasn't ready to completely retire,
0: yeah. you know. I, I, I think I, I think they missed out on Ted as being their top top heel. But he was their their flare heel.
1: Oh, but, uh, but but it, but was it didn't like, have the longevity. No, yeah, 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 I agree with that, man. No, i I, I give did, you that.
0: They they just kind of put it off to that back burner. It, it
1: was like a like a few months. It was not even a year no. really before he was teaming with Andre. But the yeah, stuff that like, he did. Uh, it's but, like oh my gosh, you know. But yeah. he kept his
0: heat though. Yeah. Man. I don't think, for me, initially, when he came in, that was the most he anybody had ever as a heel <laughs> ever, in the WWE.
1: man. Other than maybe when Andre turned. I mean, yeah. Maybe with Roddy and the coconut, maybe. Yeah, but even then, man, Ted's Heat, Ted's Heat was, was off the charts, was white hot. Yeah, yeah. What the kid with the basketball to this day is the most.
0: Still, some of that stuff was just. And you talk about eating the dog food. I mean, come on, man. And, and that was. I know. Uh, I talked down. Still on. Still pissed on, off about that. Well, I I talked down on 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 um, hokie and just these corny WWF vignettes, but some of those were more like oh my gosh yeah dude yeah, yeah. uh wow well,
1: like when he cleared out the pool yeah yeah stuff
0: like that I've never Man. seen that on NBA. that's no. kind of hardcore yeah, that's that. that's more of that oh my gosh okay that's not hokey true that's kind of okay that's
1: well dude uh, when he kicks heel, dude i'll say it again when he kicked that basketball out from that kid dribbling that basketball yeah I mean, I'll post that on YouTube. I mean, on Facebook every once in a while yeah. today. Just say this is heat, man. Yeah. I mean, it's still. I still remember getting pissed. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, man, this kid's a young kid, yeah. man, and he was younger than I was yeah. at the time watching it. And you know, he's gonna give him five hundred dollars. And you know, and, and the commentating team. I think it was Gorilla and Brain. I'm not hundred percent. I think Gorilla was definitely right. doing the the play by play. He was like oh man you know this is really gonna help this kid out you know man i know they can use that money this is gonna be so good for him i mean he was putting it over uh-huh. and then he kicked that ball out at 10. i came out of my chair as a kid uh, and i was a young you know i was oh, like yeah. 15 yeah. give or take yeah. 14 15. but i mean i came out of the chair like you son of a bitch yeah. fuck you yeah. man i mean i was yeah. mad oh yeah and that was some of the mad only other time i can remember being that mad is maybe when andre turned on hulk All Right, you and, and that was hot man yeah, but but once again, man, to go back to our subject today, when you had Ted DiBiase still riding that heat, he was still riding that mm-hmm. heat, going up there against Dusty Rhodes, man. You remember when Dusty gave the money out? Uh-huh. You know, dude. So, oh man, yeah, that was great, yeah. man. That was so good, and you know the stuff he did with the Macho Man. Yeah. I mean, dude. To me, that is to this day some classic, classic stuff. Yeah. And, and I know, man. I, I think me and you disagree about Sapphire as well, don't we? Yes. Because I, I yeah. loved Sapphire, man. I think Sapphire was unnecessary. See, I, I don't know if it was necessary or not, man. But I thought, thought it was a nice touch, dude. Sometimes it doesn't have to be necessary. I don't think, she, I don't to work, think man. she added. anything. I disagree. I totally disagree. I think they they played off so well with each other. She man.
0: she was a promo master. Um, But you got Dusty, man. (laughs)
1: Dusty was. But Dusty was, man. It was that common man and that common woman to go up against the king and the queen, man. And and, and Sherry, who's legitimately a promo monster. Legit. Legit. Legit.
0: And Savage, who is just off the charts. All
1: the time, yeah.
0: I, I, I didn't think it added anything to Dusty. I do, uh, man. I, I think it, that's part of his legacy, man. I, th- I think it, it. If anything, it, just, it lessened everything that, that they were really? trying to go for. I totally. I disagree, swear, man. I, I think, and that was totally another Vince disagree, thing. Man. It's like trying to lessen Dusty Rose.
1: I don't think it lessened it, man. I think it added to it. I think it added to that common man getting. Once <coughs> again, dude. I mean, a common man needs a common woman, yep. dude. And Sapphire, and she, and man, at the end of the day, you could tell they always had fun, man. And that fun always came through and i think it worked great with sherry you know i thought it was a great um, what's the word i'm looking for man they bounced off each other mm-hmm. right. i really dude i love dude, the people love sapphire everybody loves sapphire and doesn't you are the only person in the world who didn't love sapphire mike brother i think i think we need to potentially i think man we have that, to take a vote on that well okay if puds out there listening comment on our page after you see this on Facebook, did you or did you not love Sapphire? Maybe it's me, Mike. Maybe they hear what I'm saying, right. but right now I hear what you're saying, and I don't like what I'm hearing, Mike. Sapphire was great, dude. Sapphire, Dusty was great with Sapphire, and those two. And Sapphire they, was not a jewel. She was the jewel. No. She wasn't a jewel. She was no. the jewel. Like more like for mica. You know what? You're you're for mica, painter. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. <laughs> Boom. But no, man, I did. I did. You know, I did love Sapphire. I did, man. Um and I love the the feud. I think that's one of the coolest feuds. Honestly, man, I put the Dusty Rose Macho Man feud up there with some of the one and obviously it wasn't a Ric Flair or the Horseman. Right, obviously. All right, all right. But dude, I put it up there. I mean, it's one of his better most memorable feuds, man. Yeah. I, I definitely do. And I think yeah. they worked some great stuff together, dude. Yeah. They, they they had that kind of Magic, yeah, they did. they did, they For They sure. really did, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but I really like how he ended his WWF career. Um, when they brought Dustin in, they dropped the polka dots, they did take Dusty mm-hmm. back to the American Dream, yes, very briefly. Yes, they didn't run it long, no, but they did end it. I thought on a pretty once again, man, I enjoyed his run in WWF, I enjoyed the polka right. dots, I enjoyed Sapphire, I thought it was fun, entertaining. You could tell Dusty was yeah. having fun, Dusty will tell you it was fun didn't have that pressure on him i think that came through yeah and i enjoyed it man and i think it's definitely part of his legacy but the way they ended it with dustin man that was good stuff mike
0: yeah yeah
1: um any any thoughts on that whole dustin Rhodes? um that was a good
0: i i think it was it was good at that time i think what was to come in his return to wcw uh was better Right. Uh as far as the father son stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well we, and Later we actually around. talked about that yeah. in the first segment, man. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, you know, with uh, against Colonel Parkers uh stable and Orrin Anderson. Yeah.
1: Cuz uh, I got th- the book I think back, was yeah.
0: Didn't he? yeah. Um I I think that was a lot better uh it was better put together agreed and it was accentuated a lot better
1: agreed and it, it was just had more longevity yeah it did you know? yeah uh, but I, I do think it was a good it, it came back into that peril maybe he did he did man and uh you know once again with the wwf i think it was just a good bookend yeah for his wwf yes, era for sure and um you know he got to go back he got to do what he loved to do and that was book the shows yep. he didn't have all the pressure on him you know no, because it was more not. corporate. So he got more that's creative right. and didn't have to worry so much about the day in and day out of the business and got to be more creative. And Dusty, man, once again, dude, we talked about it earlier. We'll talk about it again. I, I can't think of anybody that's ever been more creative than Dusty Rhodes.
0: And, and you, you would be hard-pressed to find anybody. I think uh, anybody that would come close. Uh, obviously, you know, he, he, he was taught by Eddie Graham. Sure, uh, sure. Watts.
1: Well, I was, once yeah.
0: around along that same lines of sure creativity did. absolutely uh, Gail, gilbert eddie gilbert yeah I put for him sure in there, yeah. eddie gilbert was fantastic uh bill dundee yeah, yeah uh bill dundee was doing some incredible stuff but, uh, right around that time but still
1: man i think
0: uh dusty just had had it he had he, he had a, a much wider vision
1: i think man that he borrowed or had similar styles of all the people you just mentioned all in the same package right you know and and vince and vince too as far as wanting to go national and go bigger you know i think he had elements and i think that's what in my opinion made him the brother i know the term greatest of all time the goat whatever you know gets used a lot but that's why dusty will always be my greatest of all time because not only what he did in the ring not only his persona not only his character which is enough yeah that's enough to put him as the greatest of all time in my book but what he did in the back as well and you know Mike, one, th- you know I want to, you know we probably need to start wrapping it up, man. We're going a little long here. And uh, did
0: you want to talk about the bunkhouse?
1: Yes, I did. I want to yeah. talk just a little bit about the bunkhouse. I want to talk a little bit about his later days in WCW, and then I want to bring it full circle and talk about what he did in NXT. Yeah so let's just talk about the bunkhouse
0: also ecw we can't forget that little stint he had in ecw which was an incredible comeback which was great yeah that's right man against steve carino
1: yeah and dude he even had a little uh and he did his own thing turnbuckle wrestling
0: turnbuckle championship wrestling um he
1: also did some stuff in tna very briefly uh, which was actually a high point for tna it was it really was anytime dusty was there man yeah but uh we do need to try to start wrapping it up man god we could have probably done a two-parter
0: we could have and we We may come back probably do eight hours on dusty alone yeah Yeah.
1: man uh just in crockett yeah i mean if we really want to break it down year by year and angle by angle i mean we haven't even talked about the james boys the midnight rider i mean the midnight
0: express stuff was uh, was phenomenal uh, yeah uh, blown away. The six man stuff. Kevin Sullivan stuff. Dude, uh, in Florida.
1: The six man stuff of the Road the Warriors. night Rider. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, the, twice. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, uh,
0: the Russians. The run with the Russians, Russia, that's which what I'm led directly into the Flair Andersons. Like, the superpowers. The, the, the big turn of '81 with uh, only
1: Anderson. Yeah, man. Like the superpowers. We didn't the talk about that. Powers. The Crockett Cup, which Crockett. we were talking about. I mean, we're gonna have to do a part two on Dusty. Man. Yeah we're just going to uh, you know what we'll leave the bunkhouse for that okay because we're going yeah. we're going to have to go back and talk about the stuff we just yeah c- for come sure oh man yeah I mean, look at all the stuff we left out yeah dude we could almost do a show on the midnight rider yeah i mean by himself. so i want to talk about one at least one thing man in wcw toward the end with the nwo yes uh first of all dusty was doing commentary for that uh uh-huh. when hogan first started. we we haven't even talked about dusty rose the commentator mike it's too much. It's too much, man. We'll, you we'll,
0: cannot pack it in.
1: We'll bring that up a little yeah. later because yeah. you know we're going to have to have a part two. Yeah,
0: that's just no doubt. Is.
1: In fact, man, we may even try to find a guest to come on for that, man. Because yeah. I know somebody. I would ask David Hayes, but I'm not bringing him back on the show to invite one of us on here. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there, man. I would love David Hayes to come back on, but uh I'm still waiting on my invite, that's man. Right. You know, you know how you know how he always tries to play it off. Well, man, I I tried to get you on. You know how he does it hey man uh you got the wrestling show tonight don't you yeah you're probably really busy ain't you oh yeah man i'm gonna be busy all day well i was gonna invite you on our Shut show up. no it's not right <laughs> it's not, he, he, we have we just haven't been able to get on but i'm serious man he can't come on to one of us is on his show man uh-huh. so you know that's your band david is yeah, so i know it you're it listening here. man you're you heard it here we as soon as one of us go on your show yeah. This is a work. Let's put it over, man. This is a work that you can catch up with all the uh, pay-per-view um, uh, reviews. Yes. Go really in-depth, man. That last one they did with the Royal Rumble was off the chain. Zane Raleigh was actually yep. man. we got to get Zane on the yep. show uh, as Absolutely. well. Man. Zane wants to come on the podcast. We want him on the podcast. Yep. Uh, great show. But, yeah, man, David Hayes, until, until me or Mike's on, this is a work. Man, we're just going to send yeah. you pictures of the puck, hey, brother. That's right. We're going to send you a postcard, <laughs> motherfucker. But, <laughs> but no, nah, man, I had to He him hears up. what you're saying. Yeah, he, he does hear what I'm saying. Oh, man, so I guess you're busy today, huh? Yeah. Why? Well, I was going to invite you over, but you're busy. Yeah. You know, anyway, I'm just picking on him on that, man. But uh, I had I had, I had to get on him a little bit, man. That's our weekly tradition, man, yeah. to get on David A's, something. Um But, man, one thing I do want to talk about um, Dusty Rhodes was basically he was a heel when he came in. Yes, he did do the big turn and stayed super baby face for his entire career mm-hmm. until he joined the NWO. Right, I loved that, Mike. I know there was a lot of opinions. Yes. I was a big mark for the NWO. I had my yeah. NWO
0: shirt. Right, I
1: had two, three of them. Yeah, come on, that's some. Uh, yeah.
0: I didn't. I did not care for that. I know. Um, in an already oversaturated NWO,
1: that's true i'll give you that but man when it he, was just too much when he took you know me being the yeah. nwo mark i was oh, and yeah. the dusty mark yeah. that i oh, was oh yeah for sure it when was, he dropped was that a elbow marriage for you oh dude yeah it couldn't have gotten any better yeah and they had already kind of teased that with scott hall because you know obviously dusty helped bring scott in and everything yeah dude when he dropped that elbow on Zabisco and took off that shirt and then nwo i Mark everybody else y'all were mad i remember you especially mad mike oh that's, yeah. that's your new nickname on this show is mad mike because yeah. you've been mad a lot yeah You were mad. You're like, yeah, I was pretty mad. Fuck that! that. Fuck. And I'm over here like NWO for life, baby. It was (laughs) too sweet.
0: It was too much.
1: (laughs) NWO got saturated.
0: It got out of control. It did.
1: No, it did. It It got crazy. Silly. My
0: gosh, you you can't you can't do this every
1: week. But I did like how they gave dusty that last little bit of an angle yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying in yeah. the hottest angle yeah. that was going at the time man. for sure now whether or not it was oversaturated obviously. Well, see, i, I, I even
0: go back to like even after that not even that being his last angle last last angle i remember him in wcw at, as it is uh, was that whole Jeff Jarrett thing with Ric Flair? And, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and, uh, he did
1: that. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Who else was it? Was it Barry? I think what?
1: Barry was involved. Maybe
0: the the kiss my ass. Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't seem like it. It was too far gone
1: I th- at that point, man. WC. I don't even remember that entire because I was watching more WWF at yeah. this time. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of WWE, WWFe, you know, obviously, man, there was the ECW stuff he did with Karina, which was great. Incredible. We'll talk about that in the second yeah. in the second episode. Uh, but uh, since we kind of talked about his career and kind of over overview, yeah, you know, um, he goes back to NXT. Well, he actually they had Florida wrestling, WWE, Florida Championship Wrestling, right, which was a WWE developmental, yes, uh, which would later on become NXT. It's yes. basically the same thing under morphed. a different name. It yeah. morphed, yeah, yeah. Um, Dusty was a big part of that. Yes, And I think his influence, you know, we've talked about in AEW with Cody and um, even the NWA, obviously, his mm-hmm. influence is still felt. I think his influence is still felt in NXT. Because once again, man, Huge. we just had the tag team tournament. Which, let's face it, man, it's That's a takeoff the of the Crockett Cup. Yes. That they did for Dusty. Right. And, I um, mean, his boots are on there, man. Yep. I mean, Dusty wrote the legacy of Dusty Rose will never die. And I think it was a really great place for him to end his career, and then, of course, unfortunately, Dusty did pass away yeah. here a few years ago, which was hard, man. Yeah,
0: that was very hard.
1: That was a hard one, brother. Yeah. I mean, he lived a great life, man. I mean, he yeah. nobody did it better than Dusty. Nobody lived life better than Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. But to be able to end his career, to bring up the new talent, because he even said in an interview, man, he loved that. He loved being able to mentor and help shape and mold these young guys and girls or women and men into – Future superstars. Yeah. Yeah. It was the perfect place for Dusty yeah. to end his career, man. Yeah, especially and based out of Florida. Come on, man. Yeah. How how poetic is that, Mike?
0: Yeah, I I, I think he rippled, uh, especially with the modern era right now as it is, uh, especially the NXT. You know that that out front, uh, crowning Seth Rollins uh, as yeah. the first NXT champion. Yes. Uh you know, coming up and and uh, working with uh, Roman Reigns yeah. and Rollins and Ambrose, as it was, Moxley. Yes. Uh, yes. Dusty. Do, uh, Moxley was the last person that ever taken Bionic Elbow.
1: Right. Yeah. Ain't that cool, man? Isn't yeah. that something really awesome to have on your resume? Yeah. And not only that, man, but I've said it before. I've, I've said it even this week on the weekly wrestling wrap-up that you can catch on L-Town Radio Sunday nights at 9 o'clock and on demand on l Um yeah. Is that I think Moxley Ooh. is going to be... It. Boy, that's a lot, ain't it? It is. <laughs> but I, I still say... That's heavy. That is heavy. Yeah. That Moxley's going to be the guy to watch coming up, man. I think yeah. Moxley's going to be and is on his way to becoming that next-level superstar. And just to have that extra little bit of icing on his cake oh for sure once again dude it's almost like the rub yeah that last dusty rub
0: yeah you know it was uh, it really was for sure yeah definitely
1: well mike dude so we, we're going to ahead and book it now. We're going to have a second part of this thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, there's there's no doubt about that. I, I
1: would definitely yeah. like to bring David. Hey, it's all joking aside, man. I'd yeah. like to maybe bring David on for that one because I know he was a fan just like oh, we yeah. were. And yeah. he, he may help us remember stuff that we're not <laughs> thinking about. Because, <laughs> yeah. dude, I didn't even think about the stuff with Carino until you brought it up. Right, man. And yeah, that was yeah. some great, great that stuff. Was some
0: really good stuff. And that was ECW's uh, really one of their... Uh, uh peak times you know when they had the tna or, yeah. or the TNN uh tv deal right you know one of their first one of their first
1: shows yeah man when the lights came out and dusty come up man that was and like i said dude we haven't even talked, Ooh, about, the haven't so talked about the commentator yeah. we haven't talked about the bunkhouse standees we haven't talked about the six man with right. the road warriors i mean we haven't talked about war games mike come yeah. on oh, I know, dude. Yeah. okay david hayes if you're out there listening man we may lift the band just (laughs) just to get you out of here you
0: know that was his his creations
1: dude the great american bash yeah you know yeah he brought out country acts you know we talked about willie nelson earlier. you know he brought out waylon he brought out david allen Coe, man he brought out just all these celebrities (sighs) i mean so much so much that we couldn't i mean how can we get it all in one episode it's definitely gonna be a two-part spotlight part one dusty rose for sure Spotlight Part Two coming up. Absolutely, Mike. Dude, this has been a, an amazingly fun episode for yeah. me, man. Dude, yeah. I love Dusty. He was my favorite of all time. I actually had a guy at work ask me. We were talking, you know, I was telling a little bit about the wrestling show we do, and he was like, "Man, who's your favorite wrestler?" Without hesitation, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. Wow. Do not even has I mean, it wasn't even. a Hmm. Let me. Th- no. That's One, crazy. Bam. Dusty Rhodes. He's like Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Because like, he yeah. kind of watched it back in the day. He's a little bit older than I am. Oh, Dusty Rhodes, huh? Yeah, man, without a doubt, greatest of all time. Yeah, and uh, across the board, brother, in every in every way, in every way, his yeah. intros, man. We ain't even talked about Born to Boogie or he yeah, so many Purple Rain. You know, I purple mean, rain good was. lord, man. You know, dude, we always talk about how WWF kind of did that whole rock and wrestling thing, but really, man, Dusty was bringing music into it. He
0: was, and, and I, I think Dusty had a. Um, uh, to me, he he had his hand more on the pulse of, of uh, culture. Yeah, uh, man. pop part, culture. Pop culture. I want to say pop culture, but he wasn't so much you know hey you know we gotta get this rock and roll thing going like Vince was. Right. He knew his audience. Yes, and knew where yes. they were at.
1: Because that outlaw country music, yeah. uh, man, like I say with the Waylon Willies, and yeah. Jr. That stuff was. Huge man, yeah. I don't know if people really understand how, oh, yeah, that took. I mean, dude, the the Outlaws first album, man, with Waylon, uh, Willie, Jesse Coulter, and the other guy, I can't remember. I mean, that, uh, yeah. Hey, come on, oh, man. yeah, you know, yeah. you know, uh, that that was the first country i have never go platinum, right? And that came yeah. out probably around 78, 79, so they were still hitting yeah. it hard, man, yeah, you know? for sure. And uh, Dusty knew that, Dusty yeah. knew his crowd. One, Sure you got to know your you got to know your demographic man you got to know your people yeah and does nobody know you know why because he was their people that's right that's right dude how how else do you want to end this show brother how else yeah, i don't
0: know gone? uh join us again
1: <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah yeah <laughs>
0: we'll we'll be back for some more definitely on yeah. this one and hey yeah you know, Next week, you know, who knows? Who knows what we're going to talk about? We have what, no idea. <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, guarantee we'll talk about it in great length. Yes. And uh like I said, you know, uh hit, share, like, yeah, subscribe, man, you know. everything. You know, uh, just let us know what you think. And if you, if you Give got any questions, you got any topics you want to yeah. you want us to hit on, you got any questions for us, just let us know. Yeah, uh, man. Send it to us. And like, we'll, how
1: dare you? Who do
0: you think you are? Yeah, whatever you do, whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to do
1: we appreciate it man we appreciate you guys mike you done brother
0: i'm good i guess i'm gonna head on
1: into work yeah (laughs) me too (laughs) me too brother all right man until next week you buzz out there in Pudville. y'all have a good one if you will if you will and not only that david i understand we're right at the end of our program
2: we have got to go this
3: has
1: been a great event
2: there's some people out there that hate us today